Sat Pod. 99. It's getting close. We're flying awful close to the sun here, boys. Aren't we? Aren't we, though? We're almost on syndication. That's right. Soon we'll be rich. Soon we'll be making money off this bitch. But until next week, we will remain poor. Mm -hmm. And we will remain the Spanish Announce Table podcast where we talk about wrestling. My name is Warren. Scotty is here. Brando is here as well. Scotty, what is uh, what do you got for for ninety nine today? Uh, ninety nine. I got us a countdown. PWA, uh, PWA, PWI top five hundred. Okay. Just got. I'm gonna go from twenty down. Just hit notable names. Oh shit. Okay. I was here we say, go. That's yeah, a lot. No, I'm not doing all of them. Here Number twenty. Benoit. Okay. Oh. This is not okay. Ninety nine. Yeah. Yeah. Nineteen. Mankind. Okay. Eighteen. Vader. Seventeen. Scott Steiner. Then we'll jump to number 15, Jushin Thunder Liger. Nice. Ooh. Nice. Number 13, Kane. Kane was 13? Yep. Okay. 12, Sting. Yeah. Kane was close to Sting. I mean, not Kane was very good. Was no, hot. 99 to 2002, Kane is kicking ass. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Uh, number 10, Taz. Mm hmm. Which I would assume is mostly ECW. I don't know the when, dates on that. Because so. I feel like he would have come near the invasion. If I say invasion one way or the one. other, I'm guaranteed a, hey, dumbass text from, from Boris, and I'm not going down that road. You're not so. going that road? No. I went I down don't, that road all afternoon. If, you dig that grave for yourself. If it was during the invasion, that was until 2001. Yeah. So And, and maybe he got signed in 2000, though, maybe, I'm thinking. Yeah. Uh, number nine, Goldberg. Taz, then Goldberg. Okay, yeah, some powerhouses. Number eight, Undertaker. Good. Number six, DDP. Good. Wow. Number five, The Rock. Okay. Number four, Rey Mysterio Jr. Wow. Number three. So still WCW too, right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Misawa in okay. Japan. Yeah. Number two, The Whole Effin Show, Rob Van Dam. Wow. Number two. And number one. Stone Cold. Stone Cold. Yeah. Had to be. Had to be. So there's the year 1999. Good. That was, uh, would have been Austin Rock 1. Would have been 99. Yep. Did I say that last year? Or last week? Was it, would that have been X7? That's 15. Oh, that's 15. It's 99. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. I'm right. If I said that last week, I was wrong then. <laughs> <laughs> you meant this week. Yeah. Uh, boys, what's new? Scotty, you're wearing a Bullet Club shirt. I am. I That's did nice. a little indie pod today. Oh, oh, oh. did you know? people can look forward to. It's finally here. Is that what you're saying right Indeed. now? Indeed. It's, it's kind of an introduction to this what is, we're going to hopefully be doing. This is real? Yeah. We don't know how often we're going to be doing them, whether it's once a week, once a month. We're probably going to lean towards once a month. Okay. Or once there's at least enough notable news so on the indie scene. It's It's you and Boris talking about the indies. Yep. Which is good because neither Brando or I know much about it. Yeah. So it's good to have two people that actually know what they're talking about. I know. On there. I'll, like I'll say instead on of that you just too. talking and us going. Mm -hmm, yeah. Mm -hmm, or mm -hmm. there's guys that I'd love to talk about, Making but I just don't names. know how to work them into a conversation. Sure. Yeah. Like it's like, ooh, now I can talk about like Tommaso Ciampa and Johnny Gargano a bunch because now you guys have that exposure to them. Mm -hmm. But yeah. I was like Chuck yeah. Taylor, you'd be like, whatever, yeah, right? Like, whatever. So yeah. no, it's kind of that nice thing. That's like what I really like about NXT right now is there's that middle ground. Of guys that I've watched wrestle for a couple of years now. Totally. Yeah. And then you guys are just being introduced to them, so that's kind of cool. And as much as I legitimately don't care when you're talking about an indie guy, I get really excited when I see someone on NXT where I was like, hey, Scotty talks about that guy. Yeah. He yeah. must be good. <laughs> yeah, it's always nice. It's kind of one of those things where, uh, 
or anytime that like a guy gets signed from the Indies, you guys kind of like look at me. You're like, yeah, what's so this guy legit? What's the deal? Like, yeah. what's about, in here? The only one I didn't know about in the past like couple of years is like La Samba or whatever. Right. Yeah, I had to go to Boris for that one. Mm-hmm. So. Every hey, now uh, and then we all have to go to Boris. Yeah. Aside um, from that, I've uh, been working through Fallout Four again, yeah. uh, or yeah. not again. Still, I'm I'm at the three fourths part uh, mark now. Okay. So getting close to the end. That's that's it's a long game from what I've heard. Yeah, yeah. It's it feels like long. every video game is a long video game. Yeah, it now. feels like like everything's like got to invest a lot of hours in. I remember back in the day where I just pick up Call of Duty, play the campaign, and never touch that thing again. Well, like, that's boom, just, there was six hours. <laughs> a that's waste just of sixty dollars. Video game at that point. <laughs> Uh, what have you guys been up to? Uh, I played I played a video game. I played The Witness. Yeah. And how many we, hours was that? Uh, it was a substantial amount of hours. I want to say I was high 20s mm. when I, I finished I originally it. just heard him say, original, I'm high. high. I know. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> whoa, Brando. <laughs> There's a lot of puzzles in there, Go and I had on. to find a new perspective. <laughs> uh, yeah, that game is, uh, if you like puzzle games, that's the best one I've ever seen. If you don't like puzzle games, you probably shouldn't get that game. Okay. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, other than that, I uh, went out for uh, young Warren Barris's uh, 23rd, 24th Fourth birthday. Diesel yep. does 24. Mm-hmm. That was a good time. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. With the old watering hole back in the park, yep. back in our OG home. Right. Had to go there because that's where all the friends still live. Yeah, all of my friends that still live in their parents' basement. Did you just like so. drunkenly crash at your parents' house then? Yeah, I told them. I was like, I'm just going to crash here. I it is. cool. I dynamite system we have going right now yep. having our place on the west end and then both having our parents place in sherwood park it's great it's great it's like Good. as long as we're not in the hot spots downtown where yeah. everyone goes and we don't want to go anyway <laughs> we're generally all right yes that's right uh yeah that was a good time yeah. didn't really uh i mean i didn't get to intro a wwe live show this year so this maybe not up to standard failure. <laughs> uh, but no it was good we went out for drinks got really drunk can't complain about that yeah. you can't I'm already getting to the point, though, where, so we went out on the Saturday night because my actual birthday fell this past Sunday. Mm. So we go out this Saturday night, and I'm sitting at home Sunday, hungover as all hell. Oh, it was a terrible day. It was bad. I don't usually get that hungover, but I was pretty bad on Sunday. I'm sitting there, and maybe it was the hangover, but I don't think so. I just got to a certain point, I'm like, this sucks. This is the worst, like, what? what is, this is, I'm just sitting here by myself playing video games on yeah, my birthday. This is a terrible birthday. This is, well, what, I think I'm starting to get to that point where it's just... It's just another day. Or your birthday. Yeah, it's not, totally. it's not a big totally. deal anymore. That's so funny because you hit that at 24, which is about when I hit that. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, I feel like now though, I work with, so I got out of birthdays, like I said, when I was 23 or something where I just didn't, uh, I would maybe tell four or five people that I was going to BPs. Sure. Uh, and we could go do that. Uh, I know I did Tilt and Kill one year you were there and I didn't have, it was a handful of people. Sure. Yeah, but yeah. now that I'm working at CTV, I share a birthday with one of the cameramen and I feel like they are all going to do a big thing for him that I am then going to get roped into. Because you share the birthday. Right, right. and it's going to end up being like uh, back to being 20 where it's everyone buying you shots. and Because yes. I just went to, on, on this past Friday, I just went to two people who shared a birthday at work's birthday party, and that was a thing. People were offering them tequila that they didn't want, and I was just like, oh, God, I don't miss this at all. <laughs> Yeah, I only got uh, one shot bought for me, and I believe it was Jack Daniels, and I believe you ended up drinking it. Yeah, that sounds like me. Because I wanted no part of it. I you smelled it, and I'm like, slide, nope. Slide it over. I am way too far along in my drunken state right now to be anywhere near that. Please take this away. I need to get to a sweet spot before I start doing <laughs> shots. I hate starting the night with shots. Mm, and yeah. uh, you were lucky in that I had come... 
from uh, another party for yeah. the the camera guys at my at my job. Uh, so by the time I got to your place, there were shots all over the table, and I was like, "Yeah, I'll do one of these yeah, or one of those." A boiler maker. Yeah, uh, give me a boiler maker. Throw one of those down. Boiler makers are great. Like I legitimately enjoy the taste. Yeah, they of do those taste boiler good. Makers. Yeah. It's just a lot to drink at one time if that is your goal. Right. If you're chugging it, then it's not going to be a good time. Because nothing's a good time you when you're chugging that you much of it. Shouldn't have to chug it. That's I don't much. think I could chug that much water. So it's like half. I think they they've actually narrowed it down. It's a pint of beer in mm-hmm. a like an actual jug. You would get a jug of beer in. Yeah. Then they give you a, a big ass mug. No, like a jug. Like a like a like if you pitcher. order a pitcher of beer. Oh shit! Okay, yes. yeah. Jesus. But uh, it's not full. It's yeah. just got okay. a pint. That's in just there. what they serve it in. Then they give you a Ryan. I think it's a double Ryan Coke. Okay. And I don't remember what the shot is. Oh shit! I thought the shot was the rye. I didn't realize no. we were pouring more alcohol into that. Yeah, I don't. It's some sort of a oh, shit. I don't remember. Anyways, right. So you do. You take the. That's got to be like shot, a forty dollars shot. Dropped a shot into the rye and coke. Dropped the rye and coke into the beer and then drink it. Oh, it's pretty tasty actually. It is. It, it does taste way better than it sounds like yeah. it tastes, but it's just so much. I would never. And it's it's not. It's very expensive. As right. Well, so I would never get it for myself, but somebody bought it for me. So I was like, yeah. Okay. I'm pretty sure I bought my own. Yeah. Because I, fe- I think I felt left out. That you were like, I them. fucking want <laughs> yeah. one of yeah. these. This looks like a, a fucking event. Before <laughs> I even had a drink, I heard you already. Like, Can I get a boiler yeah, maker? Yeah, I get one of those, what those guys are having. Yeah. It was good. No, it was good. It was good. Hey, how yeah. drunk were you guys once it became selfie central for you guys? Because uh, 10. Yeah. Whenever you Very, see selfies yeah, of me, it's 10. That's me too. Yeah. Yep. Like, Brandon's just like creep facing everybody's like, yeah. mm-hmm. Totally, yeah. Smirking in there. I was taking videos on yeah. your phone at one There's point. Some, it's, it's, <laughs> and it's never the morning. I never think to check the morning after. Which it's is al- the best part, though. I know. It's always <laughs> like the next day, like the day after the day after or like the night after or, or something. just the next time that I'll take a picture right. and it'll pop up. And I'm like, what the fuck are these? <laughs> yeah. You just when go into your camera what? roll and it's like, I don't remember any of this. <laughs> Yeah, that's a sure sign for me too. I was, uh, yeah, I took a video on your phone. Yeah, and the flash went on. Yeah, but for a video, it just stays on, like the lights on <laughs> the whole time. So like guys at the other tables are like, "What the fuck What's is going on?" Over I'm here? like, "Oh, can't do that." You know, was that the uh, the drum part to "Feel It in the Air Tonight" by Phil Collins? Yeah, <laughs> just decided to film it. So. Right. Yeah, I was doing the drum roll on the table, and people yeah. were dancing, <laughs> and great. Ah, uh, birthdays, liquor. It's a hell of a drug. That's it for me, though. It was a, it was a witness-filled day. I got yep. a podcast where I can talk about that, so I won't bore you guys with that here. Mm-hmm. Talking Reckless podcast. Yes, yeah, sir. Where I did talk a little bit about said witness Good. with Matt Eads. That's tremendous. Mm-hmm. Um, you can find that on the iTunes as well. Talking Red- Reckless podcast. I think you can search both, right? W and yes, R. I think so. We got both those domains <laughs> down on lock. Nice. Uh, it's good. It's a good little podcast. Thank you, Warren. It's, it's swell. Uh, yeah, that, that's pretty much all I did as well. That was a highlight of my last week. Yeah. The, the birthday celebrations on the weekend. So You sound stuffed up. Uh, I think I'm just tired today. Yeah, you're just tired? Just really tired. The sleepy cast, this one. 99, yeah. sleepy. It's because we are we got we to gotta set the bar low. So we got to go to bed week, early yeah. so yeah. we can be go. all amped Sabotage up for 100. This one. Uh, so we'll just jump right into the news then. Yes. Why don't we? And now... Spanish announced table news. Not a lot this week. No, and, and what also, we do have is very uh, yeah, sad news. Yes, it is. Uh, but go ahead, Randall. Uh, let's start with uh, Bret Hart. 
who uh, announced on Monday that he has been diagnosed with prostate cancer. Uh, he is uh, scheduled to have surgery at some point this week. Uh, prostate cancer is considered one of the most treatable types of cancer. Yep. Hart has already been through uh, enough serious health scares, so hopefully he uh, he gets in. They found it during the local phase, I believe, which means it hasn't spread anywhere. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so hopefully he goes in, surgery comes out better than ever. Is there honestly? Is there anyone that doubts that that's going to happen? I mean, this I guy so. had a severe, severe stroke, right. like couldn't even speak. Had to relearn the English language, and you'd never know that today. Mm-hmm. So I'm pretty sure he'll be okay after this. I think so too. The guy's but kind obviously. Of we wish him the best because uh, it's never fun. Right. And I think when you do go through stuff like he's already been through, yeah. I think it you kind of know the routine of being in bad shape, yep. which I think actually from what I've heard from people, I've never really had a serious health scare, but they say, oh, yeah, it's peanuts after after that first one. You yeah. go to the doctor, you're totally. like, oh, hey, Jan. How, yeah. are- <laughs> how you doing? Here for my surgery. Yep. I'm just going to cut this thing out of me. So hopefully mentally he's in a good place. He put out a statement where he uh, seemed real fired up, real jacked up to yeah. uh, go to fight for his fans, and, and uh, hopefully that uh, turns out as positive as it can. I saw a really good tweet when that was announced. Somebody said, uh, Brett over clean, only finish for this or something like right, that, yep. which I thought was really cool. Totally. Yep, that's uh, that's my prediction for that one as well. Good. Scotty, anything on that? I wish him the best. Excellent. Good. good. Uh, more health, bad health news. Uh, WWE Hall of Famer Blackjack Mulligan. No, not Mulligan. Has also been hospitalized. Uh, he announced on his Facebook this week. Didn't say what exactly for. Uh, he's had past uh, doctor run-ins uh, when he uh, had a heart attack and brain surgery. Uh, all in the past couple years. Um, he is the father of Mike Rotundo and the grandfather of Bo Dallas and Bray Wyatt. So that explains why they weren't there on Raw. Yep. Um... Yeah, hasn't like I said, hasn't said why he was there. Uh, again, hopefully he uh, comes out of it okay. But you get the feeling this is a serious thing if the kids went out there to to be with him. So yeah, if they're if they're leaving, yeah, the they're, product they're to go the deal okay with it. To, yeah. Yeah. leave TV. Yeah. So yeah, best wishes to him and his for sure. And uh, next we'll talk about at least no one's uh, in any serious health. Let's, yeah, let's move away from the health issues. Yeah. Uh, so let's talk about sexism, gentlemen. Okay. Hot topics. Yes. Uh, the shot of Ric Flair, you might remember we kind of touched on this being like, this was kind of creepy. We didn't like this at all. Uh, there's a shot of Ric Flair kissing Becky Lynch at the WWE Royal Rumble near the end of her match. On the network version of the that Royal Rumble match now, that shot has been taken out. Oh, they cut okay. it directly, huh? Yeah. Uh, So they probably just took a different cut. I don't know if they jump cut it or if they just took a different camera angle where you couldn't see Rick. Um, Haven't seen a statement or anything from WWE, but it could be because a recent fan outcry about sexism because of this and The Rock, Lana stuff. When The Rock was there, that people also thought was crossing the line on on sexism grounds. Uh, They haven't done anything with the, The Rock sexism stuff on their YouTube channel. That's still up there. The funny thing with The Rock sexism thing is that like so many people are like we want the attitude era we want like an edgier product then the moment like something like that happens all of a sudden they're like crying cheap or whatever this is why we can't have nice things that's the thing is like I didn't think anything of the rock thing I was just like oh shit Rusev's gonna be pissed when he finds out about this I didn't think about the Lana thing as much as the Becky Lynch thing because the Lana thing it seemed like the rock was doing this shtick and it could have been true like the way Lana was reacting to it 
She laughed. Right. She, she was laughing. Yeah, she was like, yeah, this happened. And it, exactly. It's, right. it's, he's, ta- he's not saying, I want to do this to right. you. It's He's saying like, you that remember this that happened. night when yeah, we did this? Yeah. It happened. As opposed to Ric Flair, who walked up to a woman and kissed her against her will. Right. Wait. So, part of her soul. Totally yes. different opposite ends of the spectrum, right? Uh, in my opinion. But. So, obviously, a lot of gray area there. I want WWE to get to the point where they just draw their line that they like, and they're willing to take the criticism for right. it and the backlash and not one. change it, but also... Stop short of where you have to change everything. Yes. Like, I, I, I don't want to see them having to go edit their content because they're like, well, we keep going too far. Yeah, yeah and like... Stop going too for far. For purposes, out. that ruins it. Mm. If it's not the true moment of what actually happened, I can see people being pissed about that. Mm. It's true. Being like, yep. well, like, people get upset because on the network, sometimes the correct theme music isn't there because of whatever licensing reason. Couldn't get Limp Bizkit to sign off on this one. That's a shame. Yeah. But um, it's there on some events, and it's not on <laughs> others. It's so weird. Yeah. I don't get it either. Royal Rumble, 2001. No Limp Bizkit. Mania, it's there. Mm. Uh, at the same time, I'm happy they are trying to be more progressive just as a mindset. Where yeah, it's, like, it's well, not let's, a bad thing. Yeah, and they've come so far. Yeah. Obviously, they totally. are still. It feels like the WWE is kind of always the last thing to realize that things are wrong. Like, yes. Oh, yeah. They were the last ones to jump off of racism, and they were the last ones to jump off of sexism. Uh, if they have allegedly, mm-hmm. um, but they have like if you look at what it used to be, they have made major strides. Yeah, I totally like it, like you say. You go back even to the late nineties, eighty percent of the stuff that they did, they could never ever get away. Oh, I'll with. just or watch what those, they even think about right. I'll just watch those raws with my jaw dropped. Like I can't believe yeah, this. Like like the whole concept of Chuck and Billy, they're heels because they're gay. Yeah, that's you literally why you're not supposed because, to like, like them. Yeah. yeah. Anyways. Uh, is that it for yeah, you? That's all I got. Scotty, what you got? Lucha Underground is going to have season three this year as well. So it looks like they're going to shoot season two and three almost back to back then. Okay. So yeah. that'll be good in terms of reoccurring talent. I think I read uh, they're starting around March ish. I don't think that's confirmed, but that's kind of the I think rumor most going of around. season one is done taping. Because yeah. all of that's supposed to be wrapping up, I believe, like first week of February. Yeah. And they're saying maybe even, like, premiere as early as September for season three. So. Okay, so it would be on, like, the fall season then? Yeah. For TV? Um, it n- not available in Canada, Let's watch which it is online. weird. It's super mm. easy to find. It was supposed to be on the, the what was that, Tele-Latino network. Okay. So what? It was scheduled. Yep. Said it's season two, episode one. Yeah. Okay, you go tune into it, and it's season one, episode one. Oh. oh. So I don't know if that was just, like, the first week, whoops. Or if they can only get them after the season ends right. or something like that. So hmm. um, I guess Weird. we just continue with our nefarious means. Yep. Although right. they did sign a deal, I think, with iTunes where you can buy them on iTunes. Okay. Well, there you cool. go. So you should be doing that, Scotty. You should be yeah. paying for that content. You should be paying for that. How long until television? we get a wrestling product on Netflix? Mm. That uploads on a weekly basis. There, yeah, they just like stick main event or something dumb on there. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> Why not? Well, it's right? like on Hulu. They have like very edited exactly. versions of Raw, where it's like the highlight reel version. Like an I've hour heard and twenty minutes. I've heard yeah. from I've heard from people that that is like the best way to watch yeah, that. Yeah, no shit. They're like they just cut so much bullshit. <laughs> out. Listeners who are like who watch it on Hulu and they're like, hey, you guys talked about a Titus O'Neil match. Um, that did Didn't not appear yeah. <laughs> like shit like that. It's so and at funny. the same time, you're standing there being like, "Good, you didn't need to yeah. see oh, it." Yeah. Like, this week's Titus O'Neil match was cut. I'd be like, "Yeah, it's probably for the best." Yep. Consider yourself lucky. 
Uh, no, nothing else, Scott, yep. for news? No, that's all I got. Okay. Um, let's uh, go right into Raw, then. Now get the cards, the drugs, from my generation, I'll take the fall. The saints, and across the nation, and it's a The Legacy Arena in Bootyham, Alabama. Booty! Bootyham made me laugh. It did. It did make me (laughs) laugh a whole bunch. Uh, I'll have you guys know this was an Emmy Award winning episode of Raw. Is it actually? No. No, it was not. Might have won a Grammy, though. Maybe. Maybe a Grammy. Maybe How a nice Grammy. That's the most fucked thing. So that what? I think I've ever, like, I came out of my bedroom to go <laughs> talk to Warren and being like, did you, what, did the, was the Lillian thing real? What happened there? <laughs> that was very strange. Originally, I thought I just heard it wrong, like, because I watched it through whatever, like, live stream, and I was like, maybe it was just muffled through like, a computer speaker, and she said Slammy, and I'm just hearing it as Grammy. Right, yeah. Then I see Twitter kind of blow up about it, and I'm like, Maybe she really did. <laughs> or other people heard it like that. Then JBL says it. I'm like, oh, shit. They love making fun of Lillian. It's like when she said Royal Wumble. <laughs> yeah. Wumble. Wumble. That's like the second time she's done that in it's her career. Royal or Wumble. Like that. Royal Wumble That's match. kind of funny, though. Like, for someone who generally is a pretty good announcer, sometimes she really struggles with the English language. I mean, it happens. You talk for a living. You, you're not perfect. That's exactly and, it. Like, with the amount of words that she says, her yeah. success rate for getting them out is quite impressive. Finkel screwed up a bunch, as yeah. JBL said, immediately thereafter. Yeah. So It was nice of JBL to go to bat for her. Yeah. Yeah. But then I think after that, he led the charge. She's yeah, done, yeah, they <laughs> threw her under the bus repeatedly. She's done significantly worse than that, too. Oh, like, yeah. She's announced people from the complete wrong like countries before. Yeah, so. totally. Hey, it it happens, is a very right? difficult job. I can't imagine doing it, remembering all the weights and fucking shit. Well, and that's the thing. She doesn't have a cheat sheet, yeah. right? She looks she at her cheat it. sheet before she gets into the ring and then mm-hmm. has to remember yeah. all that shit. you got to so. remember where they're from yeah. and whatever other bullshit that's <laughs> in their entrance. It's just the fact that it, was gra- like it wasn't a mis... Like she didn't mispronounce something. She said a legitimate award that yes. exists... And I was that like, they have ripped off right. to make their own award called the Slammy. And I was in there being like, <laughs> I I feel stupid for wondering, but maybe the Usos actually won a Grammy, and I didn't know about it. Like I don't know, they're always doing that produced rap right. music, and yeah. <laughs> you just come back in. And you're like, hey, did you guys know the Usos won a song for best musical yeah, number? That's pretty cool. In a hey, sports entertainment, you guys on Raw were talking about it the whole time. It's yep. really good that they uh, they got that out there. <laughs> Good for the Usos character. Great exposure for the Grammys. <laughs> ah, it's funny. This is Wale all over again. You guys would have to be like, it wasn't. <laughs> they didn't win a Grammy. Oh well, Mania. It's gonna be uh, in uh, Rustler, where WrestleMania is. Okay, uh, the show opens with Lesnar and Heyman coming out to a, like a massive pop. Mm-hmm. Every time he comes back, he's it's the, always he's, huge, which he's is the, good. They they want him, I think, to be kind of this tweener. Where yeah. it's like, oh, he just goes in. He's not a face. He's not a heel. He just tears everything up. But he he's he just a massive baby face right now for yep. crowds. He does what he wants. You either agree with it or you don't. Mm. And right now, people agree with it. Right. So yeah, everybody's on board with it right now. So yeah. there's no reason to boo against it. Wrestling fans like a guy blowing everything up. That's weird. It, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Destruction gets people going. Hey, that's. Yeah. Hmm. He's like Scott uh, Steiner 2.0. Yeah, don't make that comparison. That's a horrible comparison. It is a horrible There's comparison. A, and Brock Lesnar is nothing like Scott, Scott Steiner. is the biggest draw in sports entertainment. <laughs> oh, my God. We should get uh, Steiner back to work Brock. And yeah. just, like, that'll sell out any stadium. Sure. That, I would pay to see that. Genuinely. Main event of WrestleMania this year. Book it. Uh, Heyman gets on the mic. says that his client will win his match at Fastlane and take both Roman Reigns and Dean Ambrose to Suplex City. 
Then he starts to talk about uh, how crazy Dean Ambrose is only to be interrupted by uh, Dean himself. Ambrose gets right in Lesnar's face almost immediately and says he has respect for Brock, but he does not fear him. Uh, and he just he says he wanted to see what all the fuss was about and then uh, walks away as Lesnar laughs maniacally. Mm-hmm. I uh, really like this segment. Yeah, I like everything from Heyman's line of the nightmare of Suplex City. I'm like, that's a good wordplay right there. Yeah. Uh, Ambrose coming in, and I think it's maybe the best promo I've ever seen him do in WWE mm-hmm. that wasn't part of the Shield, where he only right. had to talk, you know, a couple lines. I think mm-hmm. he's probably gotten this chance, and he is like, "Okay, hey, I'm still allowed to be kind of a funny guy. It's part of my character, but I'm doing a serious angle right now. I'm yeah. not throwing mustard in people's faces. I need to be a main event babyface right now, and I think he does it. And there's like a certain electricity whenever you get a fresh matchup. So having Dean Ambrose go in there and go face-to-face with Brock Lesnar be like, I've never fucking seen this in my life. It's true. I've yeah. never seen this. Yep. Yeah. I think Dean made the most of it, too. This is, yeah. It's perfect for his character. Right? Yeah. They bill him as this, this psycho that likes pain and is a weird dude. So why wouldn't he come out there and ask Brock Lesnar to take him to yeah. Suplex City, right? Yeah. To it was... be the first guy to be like, yeah, do it. So well thought out. Whereas everyone else runs away and is scared of this guy. Runs why why wouldn't like, Dean be the guy to come out? Has this weird challenge. Like the way Cena would do it. Would right. Be like, yeah. There's the guys who are like, no, might, I can take you. Yeah. You might take me to Suplex City, but I'm leaving with that title or whatever. Yep. Where Ambrose was like, yeah, I'd love to see you take it to me. I know it's going to be bad, but ugh, I'm a wild man. Yeah. I thought this was really, uh, really good. They gave Dean the too. ball and he real, like literally ran with it for them. Yeah. I really liked the line when he was leaving where he said, I just wanted to see what all the fuss was yeah. about. The way he delivered that was really yeah. Really well done, too. Yeah. Uh, there's been a bunch of stuff on Twitter and, like, on Dirt Sheets today about uh, the use of the word belt yeah. being used here. Because Let's talk about that. Dean used it a whole bunch. Uh, I think Steph used it later on in the show. Mm. And apparently, I don't remember this ever being officially said, that the word belt was banned from the WWE vocabulary. Like, you couldn't say it on TV. I think it was on that list of things that, uh, remember that we were tossing back and forth? Yeah, it was on that out? list of no-no terms. Yeah, mm-hmm. for commentators and of stuff the like do's that. do's and don'ts. I think yeah. it was on that. And every now and then, just in the crowds we run in with, uh, occasionally we talk to a guy who is a wrestler or Boris who does all the all the work he did, does, uh, <laughs> um, where he... Uh, People are kind of always telling us, like, yeah, you don't call it a belt. You don't call it a strap. Yeah. And we, like, we're like, well, I don't really care, but I don't need to, so mm-hmm. I don't. Yeah, and I get the, I get the respect angle for it, too, right? It's a, it's a championship. Mm-hmm. It is a, akin to the Stanley Cup, I guess, in a way, for yep. hockey players. Hockey players don't call it a mug, right? They call I won it, this mug. They call it the mug sometimes. Yeah. But you know what I mean? Like, it's it's it's... You call it a cup, I guess. Yeah. What if a wrestler, like, what if Triple H was like, I got the belt? Like, if you've referenced it like that. Yeah. I mean, that like, would be a way to do it for sure. I. It doesn't bother me that they use belt. Don't get me wrong. No, I me just, either, yeah. I just think that it's interesting that everyone's all like, oh, they're allowed to say belt again. That's so cool. I yeah. always said belt. Even really? when people were like, you can't say belt. I was like. Well, and we always so, joked about it on the podcast. We'd be like, hey, you can't. No, strap. Yeah. Yeah, that's can't not a belt. Strap, belt keeps belt. up your nope, pants. Nope, nope. Yeah. yeah. Um. Anyways. Uh, although there was the one point in, in Dean's promo where he had said belt twice and said it a third time and then quickly was like, uh, the, the WWE World Heavyweight Championship. So a part of me wondered at that maybe point if, if maybe he, he realized yeah. that maybe I shouldn't be saying belt so many times. But then Stephanie said it later, and now all this thing stuff on the dirt sheets about it's allowed again. Maybe so. Steph just said it to make Dean feel better about accidentally dropping it that's, twice. It's mighty nice of her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, quality thing. Yeah, good for her. She's turned over a new leaf. Yeah. 
Mind you, she said it while mocking him in yeah. the room. So maybe, yeah, maybe she was like hinting at him, like, yeah, yeah, you're not allowed. I'm to say allowed that. to say whatever I want, <laughs> but you can't. She had already just chewed him out. Yeah, she just said it just to be like, "Fuck you." Yeah, that would That's be funny. Probably exactly <laughs> what happened. Actually, as soon as they said cut, she was like, it's the "Title." Yep. Yeah. Uh, okay, uh, Kalisto taking on Rusev, who uh, comes out with Lana. Lana is back mm. on TV. Funny story, I watched this match before I watched the opening segment, because by the time I got my TV working, because it was giving me trouble, right. I didn't realize that like 20 minutes had passed, and by the time I got the picture up, it was coming out of commercial, and I just thought that was the start of the show. Oh. I thought Kalisto's music hitting, and Rusev was in the ring, I think, already, and I was like, oh, okay, this is this a is good little way to... And then Starting with action. Yeah, and you're <laughs> like, what a fresh way to start yeah. with the match. And then the match ended, and I was like, how am I 31 minutes in? <laughs> so I like went back, and I was like, oh, Looked there's a the whole... clock, he's like, whoa, they really let Rusev and Kalisto go out yeah. there. That's funny. Um, yeah, Kalisto picks up the win via countout, mm. uh, because Rusev was outside throwing him around, and they were he was jumping off the table, and... They, get, they were outside for a long time, and right. then he kind of snuck in. You got to give him a hurricanrana was... off the table, and uh, Rusev went flying into the barricade. Yeah. Um, uh, Del Rio was on commentary for this uh, match, and we learned during this match that uh, Alberto Del Rio and Kalisto will have their rematch, their re re rematch mm-hmm. for the U.S. title at Fastlane as well. So I guess Del Rio, uh, he obviously isn't better because he didn't do any sort of contact, right? Uh, but he will be better by yeah. then, hopefully. So I like how League of Nations are just guys who are like. They're on TV in some shape or form. Whoever's healthy, wrestle. Everyone else just hang out. Rusev's the workhorse. It's the nice thing about being in a faction is they can. You have use even when you're sure you're you're not hurt. You're still a body that they can throw out there to make your your numbers look big. Uh, But no Sheamus on this show. No. And yeah, which is weird because okay, he's got a cast. Yep. Like it is not maybe common knowledge that he's hurt. Right. But majority of people know that he's hurt, so mm. why can't you just have him come up with Shane a fucking cast on his arm? openly on Twitter being like, I got this cast all of a sudden. And he was, yeah. He was yeah. tweeting pictures of him with the cast on. Why doesn't he just come up with it? And they could even use that as a storyline gimmick of like, all he has to do is hit a guy with his cast, fake or whatever. Sure. He's still, and then boom, he's got his lethal loaded arm. Yeah. He's still technically the leader, isn't he? And that's the thing. Or is he is now just he... falling back into one of the four because he doesn't have the title? By the end of this, Wade Barrett is going to be the leader. I would. Hey, well, yeah, Wade Barrett the is He's a dynamite king. guy on the microphone. So He's I led would... many uh, a faction in his time in the WWE. I was hoping you were going to say Rusev. Uh, Rusev would be great, too. I that's love Rusev. The, my high spot of this match was uh, uh, Kalisto's on the top rope, about to jump on Rusev, and Rusev turns around and, like, uh, like a, a terrified mother... Looked at Kalisto and goes, "Get down from there!" <laughs> Fuck that! He's, so He's, He's so, so good. funny without trying to be. Yeah, I know. It's like that's the thing. Is really you wonder unintentionally funny? Yeah. you wonder how much he knows how what he's saying is funny. Like, I, yeah. It's so funny that you you almost think that he has to know. Right. Where he's like, I got this great thing going. I just say stuff in this accent and people love it. People (laughs) go nuts for it. Just so concerned on his face too. Just like. Get down from there. Like, what are you doing? He's expressive in that face. He yeah. is. Whether he's hilarious. like yelling, screaming in pain, being sad or whatever, yeah. like when he got dumped. I'm a big fan. Big I fan. really Me like too. this matchup. Uh, and I even like the match itself, even with the finish. Yep. Because I think it works well for Kaliso to beat Rusev by countout. Yep. It doesn't make Rusev look like he got beat by a little guy that bad. He just couldn't get in the ring in time. It makes Rusev look silly. 
for yeah. losing that way, and but not as silly as having him get pinned. Yeah, right. rolled or, up or some shit. Yeah, yeah. I like, think I thought this was really good actually. I yeah, totally it was smart. Come next was week, smart. no one will be talking about Kalisto winning by countout, yep. but it works well for the week. And it's tough to book a guy like it's a very thin line you have to walk with booking a guy who makes a living out of being an underdog as a champion. Because you want him to keep that belt, sure. but he can't just be running through guys, otherwise he's not an underdog Yeah, anymore, then all of a sudden it's like, well, I don't buy him as an underdog anymore because he just went 10-0. Mm-hmm. Yep, very true. Okay, um, the Usos come out, followed by the Social Outcasts. That's uh, where we get our Grammy spot. The Outcasts get about halfway to the ring before Axel asks where Bo is, uh, and then they remember that Bo told them that he wouldn't be here. You don't need to bring any of this up. The I, I think didn't you bring needed anything. to bring it up. Really? Because Wyatt's came out without Bray. Like, I but was that like, makes more sense because he's the leader. He can send them to do his work without having to explain anything. I think it was it was weird. Me watching this, yeah. I was going, where's Bo? So oh, I'm okay. glad they at least answered it. Well, uh, I think I knew about the yeah, and I didn't the know. angle already. or the Not the angle, the uh, mm-hmm. the sickness in the family. So yeah. I was like, well, it's kind of weird. But you're right. Maybe maybe for those that don't know, maybe I it's important. I agree with Warren that like, Bray doesn't have to show up. And commentary can go, oh, Bray sent out all of his goons, the whole Wyatt family, and he's pulling the strings behind the scene where Bo Dallas doesn't matter as much to social outcasts. Yeah. But good, I guess, I guess his segment last week as Bo Ryder was so hot. he's got a cool off. And he won that unanimous, (laughs) he's got a cool off. Oh my God, I was going to say, that's why they had to explain where he was, but you're right, man. Bo Ryder was too hot. Too hot for TV, right? Yeah. Now. It's the next Mizdow. <laughs> you can't stack. You don't want to stack the card that much, right? It's true. Yeah, you gotta go, you give the give the character some time. You're not to doing. Breathe. You're not doing Brock and Bo Dallas on one show. Uh, that, that's too much uh, star power. It's true. Uh, yeah, and this is where, like you say, uh, Lily Garcia announced the Usos as Grammy Award winners, and then they came back from commercial after having said that, and they fucking they went with roasted this her so hard. Like, like, like I think they genuinely like making fun of her to a point. They had to be getting the the go ahead on the oh, on the microphone sure. because the first thing out of JBL's mouth was like we were talking about. Oh, Howard Finkel made mistakes too, mm-hmm. and just tried to brush it under the rug. And then they obviously got something from the back was like, "Don't brush this under the rug. Let's let's fucking yeah. do something with this." Um. Okay. We'll we'll talk about that. Usos pick up the win after they hit like twelve dozen super kicks and right. then a splash. Um. Yeah. What did you guys think of the match before we talk about the Lillian thing? More? I thought Curtis Axel looked really good in this match. Me too. I think also, he's a great worker. Also, did she fuck up on who was in the match too? Yeah, she did. Because it was like too. Curtis Axel and Heath Slater, and I was like, all right, cool. I'm Accompanied ready to by see Adam Rose. I I'm think, ready yeah. to see Adam Rose be on the outside. And nope. Was, nope. And I was just like, so are they? Either she fucked up, or like last minute they pulled an audible. They might. And have. Heath was like. Yo, I pulled my ankle doing the chicka chicka wow part. Um, can you get in here for me, Adam Rose? This yeah. chicka chicka wow one's a tough spot. It yeah. is it hard one to bust. Strenuous on the uh, the ankle muscles for sure. Um, I uh, I think that the Usos, as much as I think it's 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 smart to have the titles on um, a new day. I think in the ring when the Usos get going and kind of that hot tag both in the ring running around, I don't think there's a more exciting tag. Yeah, they're yeah, fun to watch. They're yeah. so fucking over. And they I like to say chemistry. they're fun to watch. That's the Michael Coleism. No, that... Is it wrong, no, though? No, no. Like, they how are that, fun to no, watch. That's just a generic thing they say on commentary all the time. They're like, oh, Kalisto's fun to watch. It was just funny to hear you say Kalisto, that. Kalisto is doing my best Michael Cole. He's <laughs> fun to watch. He's fun to watch. But no, like the Usos are probably the most over tag team when they're actually in ring. Mm. Like, I think New Day, when they're cutting their shtick, people get really into it. And during the match, because they have a hype man on the outside. Yep. But just based on in ring alone... 
Usos get a really, really good reaction. Yeah. I like the the super kick train that they've been doing lately, yeah, too. Just totally. fucking kicking everyone. Yep. Why not? I like sure. it. Yeah. And the double super they do kick it well. move. Yep. It's risky. Yep. Because you really gotta time that properly. But Tell so far, their success rate has been really good. Yeah. They've I think there's only the one where it was like yee. Yeah. I, neither of you came anywhere close to that guy. I think in pro wrestling sometimes, though, where you're just like, yeah. oh, didn't, even, didn't get him there. Because now I've not watched, I've watched some Young Buck stuff, but mm-hmm. even them, who are probably the best at that in the world, every now and then I'll be like, you missed your super kick by yeah. like a foot. Yeah. Like I think the, it's um, just you do enough of them and some of them are not going to hit. The one on Axel, Axel coming off the top rope was probably the best one yeah. that I've seen them do. Like, was that really was really good. good. Yeah, Axel got height on that jump too. The yeah. way they filmed it was really good. Yep. Good, um, entertaining match. Okay, so the Lillian Garcia thing. All right. I think that it's it's super cool that they were able to to look at Twitter and see what people are talking about and go, okay, let's let's talk about let's this. Let's jump on this. Right? Because I think I think the not even the internet nerds. I don't want to be the guy that's like, oh, the internet nerds, but I think that people that are tweeting about it, anyone who's watching Raw and doing the social right. media, right. to whatever extent, whether if I was watching it live, I'd yeah. be like, what the uh, and she just <laughs> even though I didn't tweet when yeah. watching it, yeah. I was wondering, did you what? That's weird. And yeah, okay. And then I fast forward through the commercial and come back, and they're talking. I think it's cool that they do that. That's a really yes. cool way to keep people like they're talking about a mistake. They're kind of making fun of themselves for that mistake. Yeah, and also talking about what we are all talking about on Twitter. It looks you can, much better than just trying to cover it up like it didn't happen. Exactly, which is kind of their usual way. Yeah. Like, oh, oh well, and we're like, perfect. I also right. like the fact that like, hey, even the Fink made a mistake. So Vince or someone else on the headset, or even just maybe JBL himself, said, "Let's cut. Let's give her the respect of it's live TV. Yeah, yeah. shit can happen. But well, because now think, let's run with this motherfucker and go. I think they are told that the protocol, default protocol, is uh, brush it under the rug. Yes, don't unless tell we you. tell you otherwise. Every mistake we make, yep. brush it under the rug. Never happen. Cover for it. And then they had that commercial break after JBL was like, "Oh, even Fig makes mistakes." That was when they would have been like, we got lots of action on Twitter. We are going to go, go after this. They yeah, it's to the got desk. traction. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. Lillian was, was tweeting about it right. at, like during that commercial break or during the match. Good. She had tweeted, like she tweeted at a picture of her holding an actual Grammy from, I, I don't think she's ever won one, but probably was there or maybe on a record that right. won one or something she, like best that. Best anthem singer of the yeah, year. Yeah, maybe. But, um, at a WrestleMania. Yeah. So at, I, I think, at a, well, it's very specific. I think yeah. it's good that they did that. I just thought it was maybe just a little bit too much. They yeah. went, like, they brought it up throughout this entire match, which, right. sure, okay, it just happened. Fine. Right. The Usos are still in there. That's who she was talking about. You can make your jokes. That's fine. Mm. But they brought it up like two or three more times yeah, throughout the night. And it's that, like at that point, you're kicking a dead horse. I don't care. Yeah, I, that's dead and gone. That happened two hours ago at this Move point. Right? Go so, check social media and see what 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 else people are thing? doing. Yeah, keep that going, right? <laughs> yeah. Anyways, I just thought that that was a unique thing that they haven't really done before. Right. And it was it's is, really smart. It's good, but mm-hmm. small doses and more of it, not yes. just one thing. It was right? nice to see like they they capitalized on this one perfectly. Yes, I agree. Okay, uh, next we have AJ Styles as a guest on Miz TV. Did either of you watch SmackDown? Well, you watched SmackDown. I did. Did you watch SmackDown I, we didn't week? watch SmackDown this week. So it's Curtis Axel and uh, AJ Styles. Yeah. So I, I'm you know, before the match starts, I'm joking with Brandon. I'm like, what, wouldn't it be funny if he hit the if the Styles clash yeah. here and we both First one in tilt the our head back and yeah. chuckle? Ha-ha! Uh-huh. 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 That's a good Outro. one, Warren. Uh-huh. And then <laughs> the end of the match comes and he starts to set up for it. And I've Brando's walked out of the room at this point. He doesn't care. He's <laughs> yeah. in his room playing video game. Yeah. He's going to hit it, like jokingly. He's going to hit it. And then he kind of like locks in the arms around the- 
He's going to hit it. <laughs> and then he hits it. I'm like, he fucking hit it. Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> on Curtis Axel on SmackDown. Yeah. He's going to hit it. Yeah. No way he is for he real. Actually hit it because it was this moment where yeah Warren was like he's gonna hit it and again ha 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 sure uh, and then Warren is, is seriously saying he's gonna hit it and yeah. I'm like oh, okay and so I came running into the room uh, just when he was doing it and I was like well there goes that theory that that's gonna be a big moment in the WWE yeah I mean it would have been cool but it's not the yeah. end of the world that he hit the move too you gotta no. there is some people out there who don't know who this guy is right. So Which is going to be a bad shown thing. next segment. Yeah, it's not yeah. a bad thing for them to establish a move that he can use and, you know, brand it Styles Clash. They know what it's called. I'm right. glad that, like, even from the second, like, when they were when he was hinting at hitting the move, it's I had the opposite effect of Kevin Steen or uh, Kevin Owens with the package pile driver. Yeah. Where I was like, is he setting up for it or is that something else? And it was always something else. Mm-hmm. With this, it's like, cool, they're recognizing this move. It's like, as what it is in its name yep. versus being like, no, it's um the style slam or just like yeah. rebranding it for that. Why? So right. I thought that was really cool. And it's the same move that he's always done, where it is Kevin yeah. Owens had to change his package. Some guys driver. have gotten fucking hurt on that move. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Totally. Roderick Strong, Yoshi Tatsu yep. has yeah. still not like, come back and from that. I'm pretty seriously sure. hurt. Like, yeah. We're breaking vertebrae. And, like, it's not like, bad. oh shit. Same with Roderick Strong. He was, yeah. His neck is pretty stiff for a bit. And I remember talking to Warren the first time he teased it and didn't hit it in the Rumble, being like, I wonder if they let him do it. Like, maybe they this Too is dangerous. on their no-go list. Yeah. Uh, so it's All until somebody gets hurt. Yeah. All until somebody important gets hurt on it. And that's the thing is that it is, the move is somehow worked into his contract, apparently. that Like, he is allowed to maintain the rights to the name of the move. Mm-hmm. Uh, and his own name, but they can only have the merch while he's under contract. Yeah, under that's his like name pro wrestling and... tease. I think I think it's too late now, but maybe there's still a week left yeah, where you get AJ Styles stuff. I know that Nakamura, the last day to buy it was yesterday. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah. a smart way to do it too. Smart way for both parties. Yeah, sure. Oh, like sure. I'm sure I'm sure WWE would love for yep. them to be like, hey, well, you just give us everything from now on, but they're not going to get that deal. So I think the. Styles being like, hey, we're going to do this. Really well we're going to both get paid for this. And yep. then when I leave, I get it back. I get it all back. I get, yeah, I get it all back. And I think it works really well that, like, pro wrestling tees, AJ Styles has, like, of the top 10 shirts, he has, like, seven of them right now. Mm-hmm. Because people just want that old AJ shirt from either New Japan or Remember just a solo when he AJ. was pre WWE? Yeah. I liked him before he made it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, okay, so yeah, he hit the move on Curtis Axel. That's fine. But at least they, they were. They're smart enough to wait for him to hit it on Jericho because it seems like Jericho is his first program. Right. Um, so they, they didn't use it in the first match, so mm. that's probably a good thing. It'll build up to that. Okay. Yep. AJ Styles as a guest on Miz TV. Uh, so the shtick here was Miz would ask a question. He would hold the mic out and then take the mic back and talk, and he was kind of putting AJ over about his whole life story and growing he's up. Putting him over, but he's not giving him the chance to tell any of the story himself. Yeah, so he did this like three times. He'd hold the mic out and then take it back and talk, and eventually in the third time he started insulting him because the fans started booing Miz, uh, and then Styles eventually got fed up and attacked uh, the Miz, and then Miz ran away. Up the, AJ almost up the attacked ring. the cameraman, too, in the ring. Yeah, yeah. he had to do <laughs> a little cameraman. side shuffle. Yeah. Like, ah. <laughs> that cameraman almost steps into a Which is okay, because they actually used that shot they in did. the replay. Yeah, which looked, looked really cool. good. Looked yeah. chaotic. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah it made it look like a, like a more chaotic scene than um, them just kicking around those shitty chairs or whatever. Yeah. I've had to make a few shuffles in my job. Um, Never with two dudes that size. Yeah, coming yeah, out yeah no shit. Uh, uh, Scotty, what did you think of this segment? As, as a... As a 
Indy slash AJ Styles fan, what did you think of this segment? I like it on a couple different levels. Uh, I think The Miz does a good job of pimping the WWE Network and all the mm-hmm. other programming. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think AJ's theme is awesome. I'm just really just going through my notes. Except now. that Miz uh, screwed up the name of unfiltered. He called it filtered, but whatever. Fuck <laughs> that's <him>. all right. <laughs> that's like one of the. That's worst. a very Miz thing yeah. to do. <laughs> so he was the guy who did the pay per view, right? Yep. Yeah. And oh, when yeah. he said when he said filtered, it made me think of when I did my interview with him, and he called me Bubby. Bubby instead oh, yeah. of Buddy, which was very weird. But <laughs> hey, Bubby, and I'm like, Bubby. That's very Bubby. It is a little sexy calling you Bubby. Yeah. Um, I like the way he's talking about AJ. Like, oh, just this good old Georgia boy. There was even like when we were talking about AJ yesterday, and I showed you, I linked you to that WWE.com video of him walking to the arena and all these kids just being like, AJ, 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 and him just being a cool guy, signing autographs for kids. And that one kid goes, You came to the right place. And he goes, You're telling me, buddy. <laughs> and I'm just like, That's it's so cool. fucking funny and yeah. awesome. Because yeah. <laughs> like, I'm sure for AJ, it is a big cool thing of he probably never thought or was like, Man, I've been TNA forever. Yeah, I'll probably go to Japan, Ring of Honor. I think there was a there was definitely a time when TNA was in its heyday where he was very happy to be. Oh, very much the so. guy yep. at TNA. He was like, I'm going to be the head of this ship. Yep. He was one of the originals and yep. stuck through it until it got really bad, and then said, <laughs> I'm done. Right. Yeah. Right? So like, yeah, pretty much AJ like was the company man for TNA right up until yep. he left, and was just like, you want to give me half the money and make me work the same. And you've creatively done shit with me the past exactly. year. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna have to bail. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I like the segment for what it's worth. Um, I, it's one of those things where, like Jericho later, when he's like, "Oh, I'll be watching Miz versus AJ on SmackDown." It's kind of interesting just seeing AJ intertwine in like all these different matchup possibilities. Yep. Everything's fresh it's for the him. Freshness. Too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> everything's really fresh. Yep. And if the long feud is like, if he's gonna work a couple different guys. But Jericho will always be looming in the background until we'll say fast lane. Sure. Just because that's coming up. That's cool. I I'm in, excited for that as TV to fill three weeks until a pay-per-view. Yeah. Because cool. they're gonna have I think they had a bit of a sloppy match as their first match. Yeah. But I, it's a guy working his first singles match in a new company with a guys who he's never worked with. Maybe he did some stuff at live shows, I'm not sure. But I no, he wouldn't have worked Jericho. The, right. the, I guarantee you that's the first time they ever worked yeah. in the ring. Yeah, together. there's so there's no chance of a yeah. crossover there. He, uh, I bet you these two guys can tear the host down. Oh, guaranteed. Yeah, oh, yeah. They, they had a really time. good match. Like that, there were spots in that match that were really good. It yeah. just there wasn't right. They weren't totally there yet, which is fine. And yeah, I think totally. AJ was a little overexcited in that first one of why oh, it's a little probably. sloppy. Oh, he's it's a big so moment fired for him. up. Yeah, yeah. You can imagine going to any other promotion. Mm-hmm. As a wrestler, that mm-hmm. hey, I'm I'm a big guy elsewhere, but now I'm coming to play in this yard. Yep. That's kind He's of having so deal. much fun too. Yeah, like, like every like, the amount of his career. And granted, things were, as I understand it, very good for him in Japan. He had a lot of fun there too. But after a big chunk of your career ended up being like, fuck, what am I doing here? Like to be able to go somewhere where they're like, well, we're gonna make you like we want you to be one of our yeah. our, our big attractions for a little while. It must mm-hmm. be super fun for him. Yeah, or even just like hypothetically, if they like. Hey, AJ, it's a house show. Uh, you could work one of these three guys, Jericho, Miz, or Ziggler. Take your choice for the night, right? Yeah. Like, everything's really cool and fresh for him. Brando, uh, what did you think of this segment? I like this segment, but I had to, I, I really, first of all, I thought The Miz had a great promo. Yes. I thought he I was, I think he is still one of the guys that can get heat so easily, even if some of it maybe is we don't. The watch hand you. go up, mouth go yeah. shut. That's genius. Yeah, and they get so much heat. They yes. hate that. Uh, yeah, I I hate hearing and yes. seeing it. Yeah, and I know it works for him. It's genius. He yeah. is a he is a good heel in the sense that he can get a reaction from a crowd. Smarmy, yeah. right? Same with um, like bringing up Daniel Bryan and shit like that. Of yeah. like, 
Oh, when I was Daniel Bryan's pro, I, yeah. you could be the next Daniel Bryan, AJ. It's yeah. just like, oh, fuck you, Miz. Mm. Uh, in terms of what I thought about this segment, I thought it was good if you look at it in the sense of uh, how we were talking even about the Styles Clash, where it's like, we need to remember that there are people who literally know fuck all about this guy that have a tiny little bit of him and Jericho in the back to go off of. Yeah. Yeah. And other than that, they're like, Where's this guy from? Why is he so old already? And Why I'm just seeing him so now. Nuts about him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I think the fact that because as, as you've told me, he's not bad, but he's not great on the microphone. Yeah, he's not a, a phenomenal. Hmm. Pardon the pun. <laughs> promo. Um, so for them to just be like, "Hey, Miz, go out there, be a heel, but tell them everything yeah. that you should like about this guy," I thought was really neat. And like when me and Warren were talking with AJ or with Cena being out, AJ could be the, like. Hypothetically, the number one baby face of just this good old Georgia boy. That's all the character really has to be. Good old Georgia boy, and I'm a phenomenal wrestler. Yeah. Boom. I'm good at what I do. Yep. All the kids will have the fucking AJ gloves. Boom. Merchandise up yeah. the wazoo. Um, yeah, I, I totally agree with you on the Miz thing. Miz cut a great promo. Mm. Uh, one of the best that we've seen from him in a long time. Yeah, he pimped the shit out of the network. Granted, I mean, this called for it maybe more than anything he's done in a long That's time. That's exactly it. When was the last time he had that much time? But he nailed it. Not yep. rock, knocked it out of the park, which is good. Mm. Um, I, I totally get what you're saying, too, about people don't know who this guy is. And I think maybe that's partially why I didn't like this segment as much. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought AJ came off looking a little goofy here to me. Think he got punked? Yeah, because, I mean, he's sitting there, and, okay, fool me once, shame on you, fool me twice, shame on me sort of thing. Yeah, and he like, pulls you, it back three times from him, right. and AJ has to sit there and laugh. And it's not until he starts saying mean things, yeah. then he attacks. I mean... Like, on the second pull away, AJ should have been like... Or, like, me- grab the mic out of his hand and then start to talk, and if they don't want him to talk yet, if that's the reason that they did this, then have Miz attack him first. Sure. And yeah. then he comes back and ends up chasing Miz out of there, you know, as the underdog think, story. Yeah, I think that AJ does look a little goofy, as he said there, because he doesn't really, like, rebuttal at all, and it's not until Miz starts, like, really digging at him then he's like, hey, fuck you. Those are sure. my feelings, unless he's that Georgia slow. He's probably sitting there <laughs> being like, okay, we probably have a listener in Georgia, for starters. Yes. We apologize. We, also, yeah, we have a lot of <laughs> listeners in the Georgia Atlanta area. Second of all, um, I didn't say they were Georgia slow. <laughs> I just said that that was, was a good, good cover. Good, good save. Yeah, uh, that's good. Uh, I you probably was sitting there being like, oh, he's, "This is great. He's doing a better job than I could do telling him about myself." <laughs> I, I didn't even think to bring up this. True. I would have told him on the run. Probably true, right? That, yeah. That he yeah on a wrestling did. level, he's probably like, yeah, if I got that mic, I'd fuck this yeah. up. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, no. I wasn't crazy about this. I, I thought it was one saying. too many times. I thought if you you do it once, you do it twice, and then have him go. It was just it right. was too long of a segment. Yeah, Maybe that's I'll agree with that. Too. The segment was too long. Yeah. If yeah. you could have shaved two minutes off it, I would have been pleased as punch. Mm. Yeah. Because I feel like they could have gotten to that point of uh, AJ beating up the Miz a little faster. Mm-hmm. I agree. Pleased yeah. as punch. Because you don't want him to have, like, you don't want him to be the super short uh, fused guy either. Yeah, you don't want him to be short-tempered AJ. But you got to have him stand up for himself. You got to give him some balls. AJ needs some balls. Which he did eventually. Just maybe a little too slowly. Yep, yep. A little too Georgia slowly. A little too Georgia slow. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so then we go backstage and Jericho's back there saying that he's going to be watching this match, which is going to happen between AJ and Miz on SmackDown. He's going to be watching it closely. Is that the heel turn for Jericho? Is that what we're thinking? So, it, do you think it's a heel turn 
uh, at Fastlane for the purpose of him working Dean Ambrose at WrestleMania, which I know is your pick mm. for that match? Or do you think it, this whole thing goes all the way to WrestleMania? Yeah, the more I think about it, the more I think that it is going to be Jericho and AJ all the way to Mania. Mm-hmm. I don't think you need to cash in on the Owens thing right away. Right. As, as cool as that would be, it seems like if I'm Vince... Maybe I don't let the two big indie guys headline my 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 biggest show of the year just yet. Right, just I, yet. I bet yeah, you they get they're a little bit more. Mm, I bet you company guys. I think I'd like them to do the Kevin Owens AJ match, uh, and have Jericho turn heel if he at Fastlane, so that he can go team. on to Amber. I, I agree. I would rather have it that right. way. Right. Um, I think they will get a spot on the card that they deserve better. Uh, but maybe they'll get the opener, which I think they would That's be phenomenal at the opener. Oh, yeah, be good butter. Yeah. Is, the, so, is that curtain jerker? I will call it right now. Jericho turns heel on SmackDown and attacks or confronts AJ in some way, either during the match or as soon as the match is over. Okay. Yeah. I You kind of brought that up to me last night. Is, mm. is this where Jericho does? And maybe it is. I could see them going to Fastlane, but I could just as well see them go to Mania as well. Yeah, I feel I, I bet you the writing staff is just like licking their chops. Yeah, no shit. At the hey. uh, at the ability to use um, that shoulder bump between them as the genesis for some some heat, yep. where they're like, "This is the we, longest into the past we've ever had we, something to draw." We planted the seed, and now it's a <laughs> it's a pretty flower. No, you know what would be great? The seed they planted, Rock Rusev for Mania. Make it happen. <laughs> yeah, still waiting on that one. Oh. <laughs> was that, okay, was that? That in Bella vs. Bella. Oh, that's what I was going to say. When Nikki comes back from her neck injury, that's when the reveal happens. <laughs> Brie will be like, nope, bitch. Was the Rusev Rock thing before 31? Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so that's when it should have paid it was, off. Uh, it was a year ago, October. Okay. So, yeah. Right. But, I mean, that, that's... They replanted the seed last they week. It's growing into a tree it. now. Yeah, they called back to it last week. Yeah, they so. replanted the seed again. It's true. They've got layers on that one it'll, now. It'll I would, be the next Cena Rock where it'll take two year build. I would I would totally dig that if they would spend the time to get Rusev up to that level where he's beaten guys at the top of the sure. card so that yep. he has a reason to face the rock and then just have this fucking paint it all red, white, and blue versus Bulgaria for WrestleMania and mm-hmm. have Rusev go over and he would be just a massive heel. Speaking of that, uh Bulgaria uh, Bulgaria versus the US. As of Sunday, one Kurt Angle is completely uh, out of contract with TNA. <gasps> Just going to let that one hang there. It's not going to happen. No. Don't, don't get me wrong. It's not going to happen. It's never going to happen because he won't even clear the. I guarantee you we couldn't clear the, the not gonna uh, happen. Medical, it's not going to happen, but what if it happens? You know what's funny? We've been talking about <laughs> Kurt Angle coming to WWE for 99 fucking episodes. Yeah, the first one we Yeah, we talk that. about it. I talk about wishing the Dudleys would come back. To WWE out of nowhere. We got that one. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, I'm going to listen to, like, the first probably 10. Go back and write Listen to the first under... 99 and get us a goddamn clip show. Warren <laughs> <laughs> yeah. was trying to get me to get a clip show. And I was, I was like, like, if you hear anything funny, just write down. There was stuff the I thought was funny, but I was like, I don't know. And then I don't want to get, make him cut all these clips and then none of them be funny. Even if you could just narrow it down to, like, something approachable. Because yeah. I would even love to do this, but I was like... That's so much content to I know. listen to. My, I'd like to get the original Mark Henry baby. Yeah, I should I should have done a better job of keeping track of when stuff like Fat that happened. Fat Pod fans, 100 yeah, coming we should up just, in a week. We should just assign the next 100 emailers we get a episode to listen yeah, you to. You listen to this one and tell us what happened. <laughs> yeah. You get to do a Sat Pod review for us. Yeah. 
You're reviewing yes. the podcast that reviews yep. the weekly it's, show. It's fucking some yeah. some meta shit. Say your top three funniest things and send them in, and we'll go back and try. <laughs> and Brando pull some had of a real those. zinger on Sapod yeah. sixty one. Uh, he oh, probably Sapod did. Sapod sixty one was a doozy. Doozy. Uh, okay. Uh, speaking of Brie Bella, <laughs> defeated uh, Divas champion Charlotte. Brie mode wins. Uh, Ric Flair and Charlotte tried to cheat to win, but it backfired. Bella won. With a roll-up, they had a backstage segment before this that involved Bree talking about her sister's injury, uh, and, and then Charlotte, Charlotte came up Yang. and yeah, said that she hurt Nikki. Or I think that's what the implied purpose of that was. Yeah. yeah, maybe it was me what hurt Nikki. So is this? I, I mean, is this the, the next thing? Is this what we're doing? Really? It's going to be Bree, Bella, and Charlotte. I I, I don't think, think so. I think that's going to be fast lane because based on what happens later in Raw, I think that's yeah, also a right. fast lane match of a so tag too. team thing. Of the NXT girls versus the last remnants of Team Bad, I guess. You know what? I don't think this is the right way to go, nor do I think any of us do, just because I think we all have Brie Bella comfortably at the bottom of our list of yep. female wrestlers. Yeah, she's on the bottom of the tier list always. But as I kind of always do when Fastlane rolls around, I'm like, do whatever the fuck you want. Just get the right program it. at yeah. Mania. <laughs> as long as at the end of the show or come tomorrow's Raw, we're on the right things for Mania, mm-hmm. nothing matters. Yeah. Yep. So, but yeah, I could see that being something where it doesn't matter because, like, obviously, I think they want Charlotte to go into Mania with the belt. Yeah, generally they like heels to have the strap going in. So, and I think you want Banks to be the opponent for sure. And then, if you want to add to that, then you can kind of kick around that ball. Like hypothetically, you could do Brie versus Charlotte at Fastlane, and then that other tag match, and then the next Raw do a number one contenders match between. Becky Lynch and Sasha Banks because they'll win the night of Fastlane, and the winner of that gets it's to be far too smart. Boom, booking. I'm booking this shit. <laughs> That's Move far, over, Russo. That makes far too much sense, Scotty. It's true. Um, also, Bailey's going to come up and get a shot. Right. WrestleMania. Right. Throw Good. that in there for fantasy booking. Uh, okay, we got uh, Big Show taking on Eric Rowan because apparently this something happened on SmackDown, and I totally missed it, even though I watched SmackDown. So. <laughs> He's like they were fighting. Oh, Whenever shit. we watch SmackDown at our house, there's a lot of fast forwarding trying to catch. Like, is oh, that yeah. look important? Uh, I, oh, I, I, oh. I remember when I was watching it. I was going through it. I'm like, oh, this looks like a. I'd, I'd like to watch this. I don't remember what segment it was, and I started, and I'm like at the hour and a half mark of two hours, and I'm like, well, oh, that's more than half the show gone. So <laughs> I feel like sometimes good. I should just like if I watch it like as soon as it gets uploaded to sites or whatever, be like, hey guys, this is a good segment. This is a good match, and everything else is garbage. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, Big Show defeats Eric Rowan quick uh, with a choke slam and squash him. match. And then after the match, uh, the Wyatt family, Sans Bray, beats up Show and they slam him on the steel steps with like I don't know. It was a cool spot, like, like a Alabama, double suplex. Yeah, flip, yeah. weird slam. Dumped them, yeah. Um, I like that spot though. It okay. was a good spot. It looked good. Like it yeah. looked stiff. It looked stiff. It looked really monstrous having all those like huge yep. dudes in there. You uh, so are you going forward with Big Show against these guys for Fastlane? And are they is he going to have some partners? What the fuck is going on? With I this? think I think you're going to do Big Show and um, Stallion, Braun, yeah, okay. Uh, and then I I don't know Strawberry what you do with the other two. Yeah, do a tag yeah. match of some sort. It's the Dudleys. Yeah, it's always the Dudleys. Probably, um, but yeah, I think there's a lot of rumors floating around that that uh, Braun is going to be the taker match. That would suck. Which I've, would really uh, suck. But I've if that's read a the case, theories that say that, 
and I just I don't want to see it. I'm praying. Like I'm I'm that would be so sad for me because me I don't too. think Braun is ready for it. He's too no. And more so, I don't think he deserves it. Yeah, like I think there are so many guys on that roster who uh, even just if you don't look at ring work, you just look at like years with the company. Yeah, no, there are totally. so many guys who deserve to work that taker match. I would he rather can be totally... Orton or Cena, based off their years of the company and veteran, veteran. Hell, I'd probably even settle for Triple H or Bray Wyatt again instead of mm. Braun Strawberry Man. Um, I, I think he can definitely benefit sure. from a taker rub, and he can learn a fuck ton from taker. Yep. But that sh- it shouldn't be his WrestleMania match. No, like no, he should be no. Ah, like I don't know what I don't know how you learn from him if it's Especially not if it's that because he's not going to be around Mania. any. Yeah, yeah. It's like he's working Giant know. Gonzalez again almost. It's exactly like that. Like exactly. This like guy that. is better than Giant Gonzalez, but he's still so green and new to the business. Like yeah, he's lucky to have a Bray Wyatt and a Luke Harper to just be like, hey, you're going to stand here, mm-hmm. and then when when I look this way, that's your cue. Yeah. Yeah, I really like I because I do think this will be Taker's last one, and I hope it is because it's Lantern. not gonna. He's not gonna be able to have an amazing match with most guys anymore, just because of the speed he's at right now. But I want him to at least be a match that means something for all the reasons other than wrestling. Yeah. Like if it's John Cena, like it can't be John Cena, but uh, well, you never know with him. That's true. But it needs to be something that when they're in the ring and not even wrestling, I was like, this is a great way for Taker to go out. Yeah, I would even I would take Kane. Over yeah, any was, of those, like wait, really? Totally, because I think at least Kane would be Undertaker's swan song, and their family thing, and right, you, yes. I don't want to see that match as a match. No, Kane over Bray. No, again? I mean Kane and Taker at Mania. Yeah, over Kane or Taker versus Bray, uh, or just over Taker. Yeah, I would do. Braun I'd Strowman. be fine with Taker versus Bray. Okay, just just yeah. over Braun Strowman. Right. Okay. I just really don't want Braun Strowman. I would, I would take almost anyone over him. Yeah, but I mean, if if that's Except the plan, if that's what they want to do, a win over Big Show, I guess, kind of helps him along the way. Sure. So you think him, so I him think Big they... Show at Fastlane, then him Undertaker at. Yeah. I don't, they, I don't think they've done enough fast enough. Like he's been a force, but he hasn't beaten anyone. He's, he's wrestled like, like four times yeah. on his own. He hasn't like, going on like a Goldberg style like power streak. Yeah, or, where it's like this guy's. Unst- or I don't even look when at Ryback was beating two guys in yeah. one match. He's he's not looking like that style monsters. He does look like a big threat and a huge weapon for the Wyatt family, but it's not to the level of like, yeah, holy shit, this guy could be a streak breaker or something like that. Yeah, I hope it's not him. But yeah, we'll and it, but if it yeah. is going to be him, I think you need to have him start closing shows on top. Yes. in the next little while, for anyone to think that mm-hmm. he is 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 a viable. He can't just go out and win his match and leave a guy. Like, and then if you're stand working, behind Bray. Right. If you're working Taker, you yes. are closing the show. I agree. Um, and you need, like, take uh, Bray. Turn on Bray and like, take out Bray. Yo, turn it on Bray. I was going to say, you need Bray, like, praising him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Give that rub that way, too. Uh, okay. Titus O'Neil taking on Tyler Breeze. Another squash match. music hit, and I had already forgot who the fuck this was until he came out. Which I 100% sad. thought Tyler Breeze was going to win this match. I thought this was. Well, you got like, a little cutout promo. Yeah, and I thought this was very much the, like, okay, Tyler, you're in real bad shape on this roster, so they're just going to give you this win to kind of keep you, like... Floating. Yeah, like, he's not at the bottom of the card. He's just, he's a little bit higher than Titus. Yeah, they make kind of a big deal, like, ooh, he hit the two beauty shots on Titus or something. Uh, But that's not the case. Titus wins. Clash of the Titus. It was the exact opposite. They did the exact same thing, but with the other guy. 
where they're like, well, Titus doesn't win a whole bunch, but we'll feed him Tyler Breeze. Tyler called him an uggo. Yeah, that was funny. Um, so, I mean, is this another, like, is this a program? No. Or is this a one-off? So. It's a um, one-off. I don't know why you do the cutout promo if you're not going to at least stretch this out more than a week. I don't know. I, do you guys feel like Tyler Breeze is, like, kind of jobber status right now with yeah, the company? I think he has been like, jobber like, status. <laughs> I think, that was he, had a, I think for me. he had a good three weeks or something. It was cemented for me when he tagged with Stardust and the Ascension. That's yeah. when I was like, yeah, it's like, oh, that's where you are on the card. Bottom. Okay. Yep. That's where they see you. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Uh, that sucks. That yes, big clothesline was stiff as shit that Titus hit right before the clash of the Titus. Yeah. Just walloped him. Yep. Yeah. Uh, okay, we go backstage. Uh, Triple H walks into Brock Lesnar's quote unquote locker room uh, and they really say quote some unquote. Words. I don't know. Because it wasn't it's, a real locker room. It's true. It was a broom closet. It was, it was like just... earlier when they called where the belt was, Stephanie's office. And the I was championship, like, Scotty. Whatever. But they, they called that Steph's office, and I was like, that's not your office. Don't even try to bullshit me that. No, well, with... that's, that's no, the, the red curtains are always the authority's office. That is consistent. It moves around that's true. from arena yeah. to arena. It's consistent, though. Um, you guys like this, this segment you were talking uh, about. I liked more how they how they used Brock, where they're like, let's not give him too much, but the line we give him is is fine. It's something a fighter will, oh, we'll see you at WrestleMania. Yeah. Ugh. And I just like the way that he like cockily says it, yeah. and he's kind of got this little like smirk smile on where he's just like, oh, hey, Trips, don't worry, I'll see you at Mania. That'll be great. Yep. Triple, we'll H, was, Triple H was Brock Lesnar is a huge program. It's not going to be the program they go with, but yeah. I don't think, but you that... Can, it's a SummerSlam. It's yeah. huge. Like, on paper, it is a big draw. Yep. And I even I like with uh, as soon as Triple H comes into the locker room with Paul Heyman there, can you give us a second, Paul? Oh, but my client, give us a second, Paul. Okay, trips and just like leaves, yeah. mm-hmm. beelines it out. Uh, okay, Dolph Ziggler taking on Kevin Owens in their one millionth match. Seriously, I could we watch them wrestle all the fucking time though. Yeah, we said last good. show it was like. How many times in a row have these guys wrestled? Yeah, and then today going. they came on. I was like, whoa. Yeah. And but it's match of the night. But we have always said that we we have no complaints when they wrestle either. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's a good, good way to fill 10, 15 minutes. If you're sure. going to have a match happen every week, I'm okay with it being this match. Right. Is my, is my point, I guess. Mm. Uh, Ziggler actually picked up the win on this one uh, when he counters a pop-up powerbomb, then hit a zigzag to pin Kevin Owens, which is a big win for him. They That's made a, a big deal win. out of it, too. Like, the commentary was going bananas and... Yeah, it was there's good some nasty fucking bumps in this too. Yeah, like there's the the turnbuckle one where yeah. he gets Irish whipped into it, and Ziggler just like doesn't put up his arms or anything. He runs it. right into it, chest first, wham. Um, famous are on the outside. That was fucking nuts. Uh, and then right after that turnbuckle spot, he got hit by a cannonball. And like I don't know why, but it, like there's so much momentum in Kevin Owens when he hits it. There is, yeah. So, yeah, it's pretty nuts. It was a really good match. A match of the night for sure. Yeah, there Even, wasn't a lot of great matches on this show, but it was uh, it was the best match. And it's always the best match when it's these two, but it... Uh, Ooh, just filthy. <laughs> Connor, Connor McDavid's yeah. playing his first game back Accurate. with the Oilers, and he just scored, and it's a really good goal. Yeah, we try so not, we're all kind of like yeah, trying to take turns watching it. To look at it. It was funny because, like, Brandon looks at Warren and be like, Warren, look at, look at was, the replay. Scotty like, just stops his sentence well, to watch it again. Because I was telling Warren Duh. to watch the replay, Duh. so I would pick it up with Scotty talking, and then Scotty just stopped talking. I was like, oh, no. You're like, oh, God, where's another note? And the worst but, part is I hadn't even been listening to what Scotty was saying <laughs> because I was watching the replay. Uh, transition. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, even the, up to the finish with the, yes. the pop-up powerbomb getting reversed into a zigzag, 
like from start to finish, this match is good. Yeah, I agree. Both I guys was, look uh, strong. I was kind of surprised Ziggler won, but I guess Kevin Owens won last week. So I guess yes. if they're going to let them just keep going at it, maybe they want to kind of keep it even, uh, even though I think it is more important to have Kevin get wins right now because I think Dolph Ziggler is at the place of his in his on the card where he is going to be for the rest of his career, kind of middle, moving up a little bit, moving down a little bit, whereas mm. I think moving towards WrestleMania, you want Kevin Owens hot. That's I agree. fire. Uh, yeah, and I think I think that, that they're going to do a, another match at Fastlane between these two, mm-hmm. uh, and then that should be it, I think. Then you let Kevin Owens move on to another thing. Bigger yep. and brighter things, hopefully. Yep. Uh, Sasha Banks taking on Becky Lynch before the match. Uh, Sasha was talking about how she wants to go out on her own, uh, and then Team Bad comes out. Sasha tells him that she uh, it's not that she doesn't like them. She just kind of wants to, you know, do things on her own and not have to rely on anybody. And mm-hmm. they said, that's fine. We still got your we back. We all good. Unity. Unity. We all, all good in the hood. Stop. Unity. <laughs> uh, so they stick around to watch a match. Uh, they tried to attack Becky on Sasha's behalf, but Sasha stopped them. So Tamina and Naomi attack Sasha, causing a DQ. And then Belky, Belky, Belky. <laughs> Becky helps Sasha uh, fight the two of them off, and they kind of stay in the ring together. So. Mm. And there was no turn. I thought there was going to be uh, a namely Sasha Be- turn. Uh, yeah, I thought Again. Sasha was going to just bust up Becky Lynch yeah. a little bit, or Becky Lynch going to bust up Sasha because get her revenge because she got revenge. busted yeah. up last. So none of that. Nope, not yet. I'm this- intrigued to see where this goes, mm-hmm. and if it goes the yeah. way I want in terms of like they'll work this little tag program, and then Becky versus Sasha later. I'm really excited. Yeah, if it wasn't for Tamina being in there, and I never want to see her in action, uh, this would be like a tag match that you could really do some things. Like, if only because there's three really good athletes in there. If only it was like Naomi and Alicia Fox. Yep. Versus those two, it'd be such a better matchup. Then. Yeah. Mm. And like, I try to give Tamina the benefit of the doubt, but at this point, it's just like, man, can't wait for the next spring cleaning release, and you end up on there. Mm. They throw her in so rarely, and whenever she gets thrown in, you're like, oh yeah, don't. Don't throw her in anymore. Don't, don't like watching you yeah. wrestle. That's not no, nope, not good. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm the same way. I'm excited to see what they do with this. Is uh, do you guys think that this is a way to turn Sasha face? Yes. To yeah. Have her go into Mania as the baby face. Yeah, because I think the crowd's been all over her since she got here. Uh, in terms yes. of wanting her to be a baby face, she's so well respected, and I think I think that will end up being maybe a triple threat at Mania. Uh, with Becky. With Becky. Uh, or Paige, I don't know. Ooh. I know they like. There's to... a lot of cool variables, like if they do go the triple threat route. But I think that the the need twos in that match, it needs to be Sasha Banks and it needs to be Charlotte, and they're not both going to be heels. And I think they have more invested in Charlotte being a heel, and I think the crowd buys. Yep. Uh, Sasha as a babyface. Charlotte's kind of coming into her own as a heel more. She's not just it. having her dad there, but like the promo of like, oh, I should say sorry to Nikki or whatever. She's, but I won't. Like she's really coming into this like I'm better than you. I'm a rude bitch. Kind we've of said thing. it before. She looks like a bitch. Yeah, she plays a heel naturally because mm. of the way she looks, and, and that's it could good. be because she's got that natural look to her. But like her promo this week there, I was like, damn, like that's pretty cold, Charlotte. Yeah. Um. Yes, I agree with you. That mm. I think this is a way to turn her face to have that match eventually. Mm. I just don't get why you. Bring her back as a heel, only That's, to then flip her two weeks later. Right. It is a little strange for me. Unless but they like really like hit the e break on what their plans were, and they're like, "Hey, no, here? let's do this. Yeah, let's do this." Yeah. But I agree. I like bring her back at the Rumble would have been a great way to establish her as a babyface. Totally. Yeah. 
Which I guess, kind of leaving there, I still didn't really know what she was. So you're maybe, like, maybe oh, she shit, was she's beating to be. up everybody. I know she because she was she like beat the up Sasha. So I was like, oh, you're still a bitch. Yeah. Uh, but then she also beat up uh, Charlotte, and mm-hmm. I was like, I don't, I don't really know. Yeah. Right now. Anyways, we'll get there. Yeah. If you were a Charlotte or tell. if you were a no. Sasha fan prior, you were just like, yeah, she's beating people up. So you were like, she's probably still face. She's a female Brock Lesnar. Yep. It's true. Who's the line? Does whatever the fuck she wants. Then Sasha Banks is throwing fucking monitors. Yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Okay. Uh, R-Truth is walking backstage into the bathroom. Mm-hmm. He swings open, albeit the handicap stall. Okay. That's the biggest one to yes. use. Yes. As as many of you will know, it's not like a parking spot. No. You sometimes just want the extra room. Yep. Uh, when the door swings open, closer to the door or anything, yeah. it <laughs> reveals Goldust perched on the toilet, barefoot, not wearing uh, boots or socks or anything. Our mm. uh, truth says something, and then Goldust goes to step off and puts his foot in the toilet. I think his feet needed to be gold here. If I'm <laughs> going to start complaining about a segment early, I think his feet needed They're to be gonna gold. They're going to go in water anyway, though. I know. So, I mean, that would have been just been wash a off. Great visual, though. <laughs> I can't believe he actually stuck his foot in the toilet. That is commitment. To a throwaway nonsense bit yeah. on Monday Night Raw. I'm trying put to his... tag together with Because you can hear the crowd go like, ooh. Uh, he actually, oh, oh that's <laughs> disgusting. Uh, these guys are tremendous. Yeah. I the whole This whole build is just right up my alley. Yeah, they, they got that comedic timing down that, it's got that, that you're hoping for. It's got that classic Goldust. Yeah. Like him being weird. Brought back the stutter a little bit, yeah, too. Even not like as much. But... Right at the end when he fucking, uh, R-Truth leaves, and he's like, you're going to cut me to my pinky toe? Cut me to the white meat. He's yeah. like, no, I meant he's my interplanetary brother. Like, yeah. it's just like, I don't know. White Gold, meat. What does that mean? What does that mean? <laughs> Go, like, Goldus is so fucking funny. Uh, he is really these, funny. You forget how old both these guys are. That's the like, other yeah. thing. They've been around for a while. Who's I, uh, older, Goldust or AJ Styles? Are they both thirty-eight? Goldust is in his 40s. Really? Yeah, yeah Goldust, is, I think, is in his 40s for sure. Whoa. Uh, and truth is in his 40s, right? We looked that up. Goldust is 46. Oh, wow. Our truth is 44. Jeez. You remember back in WrestleMania when- Styles <laughs> at 38 look like a spring chicken. Like Goldust mm. fighting Roddy Piper in that like Hollywood brawl. Oh, that yeah. was forever Ever. ago. Yeah. That is true. Um, yeah, I, I think these guys are great. Goldust at one point mentioned, uh, remember who your last tag team partner was? And I'm sitting there going like, we had the exact Kofi same Kingston? person. The Miz? Yeah, we were the me, Miz? me and Warren both went to the like, Miz separately. I like Kofi. Uh, but it was our tr- uh, little Jimmy, who I completely forgot about that whole bit. Mm. And that's perfect that he brought that up. That's like, genius. Oh, you're just crazy enough. You are psycho just like him. Yeah. It's a good callback. And that's why our truth got upset. He cut him to the bone and all that stuff. The pinky toe. <laughs> white meat. I'm going to start saying you cut me to the white meat. I don't know. that. Shouldn't. What's the pinky toe thing? I didn't. I don't know. I don't know. That's new to me. Maybe it's a hip hop thing. Okay. I actually missed it. I missed that whole line. So yeah, it was something about a pinky toe worked in there. But anyways, when he said pinky I thought toe, it had something to do with him sticking the foot. That's in the toilet. what I thought too. Yeah. When he said that, I was like, okay, we're just talking about him putting his foot in the toilet. But no, uh, yeah, I can't wait for these guys to be thinking. Maybe this is who we give to the wives. <laughs> Let them get destroyed <laughs> sure. at the wives. Sure. Why not? Have this big vignette filled <laughs> like comedy build, and then they go just out there, killed. Golden Truth, and yeah. just yeah, like two minute squash. <laughs> Uh, Funny thing, apparently our truth is on this week's episode of Total Divas and is scared of Natty's cats. I saw oh, that. And uh, jumped on a table to get away from one. That's good. 
I know people who are legitimately afraid of cats. I bet you he isn't. Boris I told he both isn't my too. cats to fuck off because he's allergic. He's a strong man, I, wise man. I tell cats to fuck off a lot. I that think they really need to be funny, taken like, down a peg. <laughs> I, I had to put my big one away because like he loves people, like meeting someone new, so he would have been all over Boris. Yeah. And my little one's like really shy, so I was like, you can stay out and like sleep. Ryu, you got to go in a box because yeah. you probably- friends. Yeah, you'd want to befriend Boris a little too much. Did you uh, display any super kicking skills in front of Boris? Oh no, I should have. You should have. Yeah. No, I was pretty cozy. It was Those like cats have it was really down. early in the day. It was like one p.m. Hmm. That's that's super early. Well, I was gonna have beers on the show, <laughs> but I decided against it because it was so early. Okay, that's that's my only beer rules afternoon. Afternoon. Yep. I like to wait till like two thirty, and then it's beers time. Yeah, that's mm. probably a good one too. As, you know, as I age, I tend to start drinking later and later, but my only hard, fast rule is 12. When was the last time you had beer for breakfast? No, I've had my 12 o'clock rule since I turned 18, so never. Oh, okay. Unless I woke up after 12 and considered that breakfast. I was going to say, you, what's, what's the line for the night yeah. before continuing on drinking? Right, that, yeah, it's a sleep. Yeah. Sleep is the line. <clears throat> okay, so if you go to sleep, then that is a yeah. new day. Right. Yeah. It's a new day. Yes, it's a it new is. day indeed. Dean Ambrose and Roman Reigns taking on the new day. That one hang for a second. No, okay, good. Ambrose uh, pinning Big E. After <laughs> there was a baton handoff there. I could totally missed it. No, I just thought that was a very good transition that we did. Oh, and oh. I was waiting for one of the two of you, primarily Scotty, to ruin it. Yep. But, no, uh, turns out I just ruined it by doing that whole thing, which or, is okay. Or I ruined it <clears throat> by oh, good, man. coming learned. in really late. That's that's all right. Yeah. It's okay. We got there. Um, I thought New Day's promo was really yes, funny beforehand. Yes. The, the, these fans loved it. The New Day. Yep, like, totally. even when Stephanie announced this match and said you'd be taking on the New Day in that backstage like, segment, Yay! you could, yeah, the crowd got yeah. really hot for that, which is cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think their their promos are great. They we're, made fun of The Rock. We're going to shame The Rock. We yeah. shamed The Rock last week. Shame. We're going to shame him again. Shame. And then it's just like, not it's only are we going to beat up The Rock's cousin, know. we're going to beat up The Rock's cousin's friend. <laughs> uh, what was the Game of Thrones reference? Uh, shame. That shame thing they're doing. I know it, it exists outside of Game mm, of Thrones, okay. but I think it was on the finale of the most recent season of Game the of Thrones. The big medieval thing, sh- like the public shaming. Yeah, so I think that's probably what they were touching on. Okay, that But makes the, sense. I mean, that, that term, the concept of saying sure. shame exists outside of that. <laughs> the concept of shame. Know, knowing these guys, they're drawing <laughs> off of current... Oh, guaranteed. Yeah. Yeah, no, it doesn't, doesn't surprise me at all. So fucking funny, though, watching them do that stuff. And yeah. then they kind of talk about how, like, I don't think we know anyone who's like that, but we don't know any, like, 15, which is probably good because we're all above the age of 18. We don't know anyone from, like, who's 15 to 17 who's a young girl who watches wrestling who's all into, like, Ambrose That girl doesn't exist. Uh, From what New Blood That is a unicorn is what that is. Said that those girls fucking (laughs) exist and that they're all nuts for Roman Reigns. Well, yeah, okay. That's true. I can that's, see it's that. Fair. Yeah, there's so bound to be a few. about the fans who are like, oh, they're all into Ambrains. Mm. You know what the problem is? Is the demo, the 18 to 25 girls, those ones are the hard ones to find. That's yes. your unicorn. Yeah, that's, that's the one we're all looking for. Because yeah, they grow out of it. Right? I know. At 18, like, this is stupid. I mean, just, a lot I'm of just people just going to watch out Young and Restless. Or something yeah. good has to happen for Victoria <laughs> to care in wrestling. Young and then I'm like, hey, Vic, you want to watch main event this week? She's like, no. no. Is that where the 18 to 25 year olds yeah, are turning now? Jump into the young, <laughs> the young, young and the restless. What are they? They're all of a sudden 35. Yeah. 
That's, that's, that's it. <laughs> the nasty downhill vortex. <laughs> uh, Ambrose and Reigns pick up the win um, after Ambrose hits the dirty deeds. We had Paul Heyman on commentary doing working his pure genius. Mm-hmm. Uh, he does not like Michael Cole. No. And was doing great point, Mr. Heyman. Thank you, Mr. Cole. You're welcome, Mr. Heyman. Yeah. And did that about six times, which is great. The best part, though, came when near the end of the match when he said something and Michael Cole said, good point, Mr. Heyman. And, yeah, and, then it's, and Heyman like, said, thank you, or thank, thank you, you, Mr. Mr. Cole. Cole. Uh, would have been better if Michael Cole hadn't have laughed after doing it. Yes, totally would they would have just rolled with it and Michael Cole hadn't have done his little <laughs> thing, I think it would have been really funny, but it was still good. Yeah. I, th- well I thought it would have been hilarious if, because, uh, and I was thinking about this before they did that spot. If JBL yes. said something, and Bay Heyman said something like back, and JBL said, "Was the guy good to point, do it. Mr. Heyman?" Yeah, and they kind of did that a right. little bit. Like Heyman, he was, was still sucking up the. Yes. Um. Yeah. That's. Oh. Okay. After the match, uh, Lesnar comes out, uh, and F fives Ambrose because Reigns is on the outside dealing with other things. Right. Good. So I like it in terms of Brock being like. Not going for Reigns as well, just being like, I gotta, I gotta give this kid one because he got a little too close. Camera almost missed this. Camera, there was a couple times throughout yeah. the night where I'm like, Jesus, they're getting, really, they're getting really choppy with their fucking cuts away. I feel like a lot of the time, and I feel like they kind of go in ebb and flow because they try and use more camera shots yes. more often, yep. and then it usually doesn't work that well, and then it feels like they go back to using the hard cam more often mm-hmm. and just occasionally cutting the angles. I remember the first time I really noticed it was uh, SummerSlam this past year, where I was like, they are all over the map. They yeah. haven't been back on the hard cam in about five minutes. Like, <laughs> And, it, it, and it, it looks cool when they do it right. I think it's very hard to do right. So I would like them to kind of find a happy medium a little closer to hard cam Just, yeah. than what they're trying it to was, do. I had the same out. problem with this year's Royal Rumble at times, where it was like, and I get that they were trying to tell a story with Roman Reigns, there's so many damn times where they cut to the wrong thing, and it was cut to yeah. Roman Reigns looking gassed, mm. or him trying to look surprised or something. Yep, I agree. Uh, okay, studs and duds. What you got? Uh, my stud was the Miz. Okay. Uh, not that I thought he was the best part of the show, but I thought he was significantly better than I've seen him in a long time. In a very long time. Uh, Scott, you got a stud? Ziggler. Thought he had a standout match against Kevin Owens. Mm-hmm. Uh, he looked really sharp. He was bumping well. He was bumping for he was bumping for the ring at points. Okay. So yeah. Uh my stud was Dean Ambrose. I really like that promo. Really like that promo. Um special shout out. I guess that whole segment was great. Why don't mm. I I'm just gonna make that whole segment no. my stud. Sure. Just because I liked Heyman. Heyman is just genius and it's good to have him back. Uh but yeah, I, I really liked Ambrose coming out and the way they handled that. So that is my uh, stud. And my dud is Alberto Del Rio on commentary <laughs> for his match. He was I really thought, stale. Yeah, it was just really awkward. Like, yeah, he just sounded like he didn't know what to say. Or yeah, you need to have a little bit of wit, I think, to do that job. Like you gotta, you gotta be a you, quick talker. Yeah, and you gotta respond to things that people are throwing at you that you haven't gone over, and you have to be quick on your feet. And I just don't think. First of all, I don't think that's an easy job at all. Sure. Yep. No. Second of all, I don't think Alberto Del Rio is good at it at all. I think. It- there's a, an old rumor that the commentators will grill you when you are put in that spot mm-hmm. to try and make you look like an idiot. Right. I hope that's not true because Me that's too. so counteractive is- of your entire product. Right. But that kind of, I got that feeling from this just because they would continually ask him questions after he had already floundered on question after question. <laughs> and they just keep throwing shit at him, hoping that he's going to do better. But he never did. It's And that's so funny because I bet you on one end, 
they think they're doing them, uh, they're doing the wrestlers right. a service by asking them a bunch of Giving stuff. Giving them the platform. Yeah. Like right. They think they're like throwing them a bone or like softballs. Yeah. Of like, oh, well, what if Kalisto beats you next month or like oh, at the yeah. pay-per-view? And then every time Alberto Del Rio had the same answer. Yeah. And that wasn't good. Like if you have a variety of things. I'm going to beat him. I'm going to beat him. I'm squash him like a mosquito that he is. I'm not going to that. Yeah, the mosquito thing is so dumb. Like yeah. if he said it once, Stop whatever. It. If yeah. you said it once, like he's tiny. He's a little mosquito. Once, whatever. But it was like it was like when Rain said fucking. Oh, the, the tater tots. About the balls. It was like when yeah. he said yes, fucking tater tots. Very same level. Yeah. Uh, Dud? Uh, I might be mean by doing this one, but Lillian Garcia. <laughs> Sure. You know what? She deserves a dud That's just because that true. was such a dumb, like, a, it was, just I don't know how to describe it. Yeah, it's just exactly. Like, it's not like you it wasn't just and- like, be, it wasn't a Royal Wumble thing. No. Yeah. It wasn't where you did, oh, I misspoke. It was, I called this a pre-existing An award. Thing. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Um, mine was the uh, AJ thing. That exactly. segment. Right. Didn't like it. Huh. Didn't like it. That's fair. Uh Okay. Did you guys watch the uh, Legends with uh, JBL? Yes, uh, I did. No, you did. That was really good. Yeah. Did you guys talk um, about that? I did not realize how well-spoken Ron Simmons is. He usually just has the one word. Yeah. I always assumed that, it, well, yeah, because of that, that that was just a way to hide him from being able to talk. Same way that they did Billy Gunn with just saying the word suck it, right? He's right. only got two words to say, ha, 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 he's not very good at talking. Right. Ron Simmons not very good. Ha ha ha. He will give him one word to say. Wonder- but he was very well spoken. Yeah, he, you- he wasn't great. Like I could see kind of why they didn't let right. him talk as much. But I thought I thought it was a really cool interview between two guys that you can tell are still like very just shooting the shit. Yeah, right. Like it's cool for them to be there doing it. I liked how much they bounced around stuff. Yeah, it was from everything from you were a college athlete. Yep. So your daddy left you when you were mm-hmm. eleven, and you didn't see him till you were thirty-one. Yeah. Um. He tells a story about how his dad said, I'm going to the store, I'll be right back. And he says he watched the car turn right and didn't see him again for another 20 years. And it's like, it's Jeez. it's actually kind of sad, man. It is. And then JBL about- relating to his friend goes, yeah. I can't imagine what it's like. And then he says like the number, the make and model of the car being yeah. like, and not seeing that car ever come back. Because that's what Simmons says, is that you you never get over stuff like that. Yeah. Right? Like that visual, I'm sure like in his oh, yeah. head, he said, it's to, still- Still to this day, exactly. it bugs me. He goes- once I saw my dad again at 31, I kind of get a little bit of, like, why'd you leave us moment. Yeah. yeah. But aside from that, he's like, still to this day, it bugs me. Yeah. So he says that it's at times when there's um, not necessarily the race card being played in wrestling, but when it kind of comes up in that old traditional sense. Yeah. Um, he's like, oh, man, that kind of gets under his skin, too, as a, yeah. as a colored man who's had oh, a face adversity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he talks about That's growing up. the most politically correct way I could have done it, man. He uh, he talks about growing up in Georgia and, and deciding to go to, to Florida State. And being a little Georgia slow and people, growing up with that. <laughs> and people being, like, disappointed in him for leaving his own, uh, you know, his own state to go to another state to play football in Florida. And, yeah, it, it was really, really good. Probably my favorite one of those so far. The Road Dog one is okay, too, but I really like this when one. When he's talking about being a masked wrestler. Yeah. In WCW. And they show the footage of it. Yeah. It just looks so stupid. It's so funny. Fuck was he big, though. Yeah. Holy oh, shit. He's huge. He still is, though. Yeah, he's still a huge still dude. Beat the shit back then yeah. when he, like, I don't know if he's on the gas a little bit or it's just the way he was shot, oiled think, up yeah. on TV. He's he was fucking swole. Yeah. Uh, but it's so funny when they talk, they're like, Ron, we know it's you. 
no, it's not. Yeah. Like, <laughs> just shit like that. And his voice is just so like. It's so baritone. I want to know, like, yeah. like a, a day in Sapod life where it's like, yeah. and then the Diesel Bears woke up out of bed. They all got together. He kind of has a little bit of Morgan Freeman. Yeah, just a touch of it in yeah. there, like just that same sort of. It's like a little bass tone to and it. a little bit of Shaft too. Yeah, from the nineteen yeah, seventies. Yeah, yeah. yeah, like man, Ron Simmons is a fucking cool guy. When they show just like AP old APA yeah. stuff, it seemed like the they door. really liked that. They the one the one coolest thing from that when they were talking about the APA stuff is uh, I think it was JBL that says or no it was Ron Simmons that says so. Vince wants me to drink beer on TV and get paid for it. <laughs> He's like, now it was either I did that or I put on some silly football helmet. So I went with the beer and we had a lot of fun doing it. And then they show old clips of like when The Rock, when they made The Rock knock on the door that would stand there. Just right. walked right through a wall. <laughs> what? What? And The yeah. Rock's like, what? Was great. Yeah, it was really good. Uh, and they talk about how the Vince never wanted JBL to talk ever. Yeah. Because he didn't like the, he thought the southern accent made him sound stupid. Right. And Ron Simmons went out there to cut a promo that it was supposed to be him. Ron said three words and then handed JBL the mic and let him go. And that was it. Like, yeah. they, that, then they were fine with it. And they right. talk about how Ron Simmons has so much respect backstage that he could do shit like that. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, I want to give the kid a chance to talk. Yeah. JBL then- says that he goes backstage and no one says anything because it's Ron. Right. That that gave him the mic, right? If he yeah. had taken the mic and then done it, would have been in some shit. But yeah. Ron handed it to him. They're like, well, like, shit. That's really cool. Black History Month. Ron Simmons, hand down, is probably the coolest black wrestler in terms of like reaching that upper echelon of being like the first for WCW, being an awesome tag team, mm. getting the uh, championship with the APA as the Acolytes. Uh, and then just like, all around, this guy was an amazing athlete. Yeah, a like, pioneer. CFL played in. Stuff that you, you don't Lion, even think about, right? So, I think. Yeah, that was cool. You should watch it. If you game. haven't watched it yet, you should totally watch. Uh, that better movie. than uh, the Bischoff one and better than the Road Dog one, yes. for sure. I agree. Okay, uh, we got lots of emails this week. Good. Let's do that right now. Uh, first one is from Brian. Hey there, Satpot. Happy belated birthday, Warren. Uh, thank you, Brian. I've got a fun question for you gents. Uh, you guys are going to take over the crew and announce your spot if you guys have a fourth man. Uh, the only criteria is you need one heel, one face, and the color commentator. And who gets the ever-glorious ring announcer spot? Hope you guys have a great week and an even better weekend. And remember, if you drink and drive, you might end up in the fast lane to jail. You're welcome. At B underscore staff. Is, I'm glad we're all spreading good life advice yes. on this podcast. Well, so I we can't. Drive, okay, so, so we. Jokes on <laughs> very you. good. Okay. Uh, are we so we're including Boris. I guess we have got four spots to fill. Uh, y- yes, sure. Because yeah, he said uh, color, face, heel, announcer, right. and a ring yeah. announcer. Okay. Yeah. What do you guys think? Who are you guys gonna? Uh, the thing is, I could do any of it. So yeah, yeah, I, I think you could probably me in anywhere. put in any role and do okay or learn it. I think I could do all right at you. No, anything, no, time out, time out. Scotty, you could not be a ring announcer. I don't think I could what? be a now ring announcer. Now coming to the either. ring, Brown Strowman. I could do. I'd be better than you. Lily. We've told you how to say that guy's name six Here, times. I'll do it perfect right now. Kay. Ready? Yeah. Making his way to the ring, mm-hmm. weighing in at 250 pounds. He's, heavier than that. He's way well, heavier than that. That was at what least, the card. At least that's bullshit. the card Vince gave me. <laughs> at least he said, bullshit him at 250. Right. Benefit of the doubt. You're yep. supposed to go do your own cards. You go talk to the boys <laughs> backstage. Okay. Yeah, dig up that info. Fight Who, out of hometown. Who's coming to the ring? Braun Strowman. Okay, good, good. 
Uh, I couldn't do ring announcer. I uh, in terms of heel- like remembering uh, yeah. weights and stuff. Heel commentator. I think I could do he. Uh, I think I would be better at doing babyface or color. Like I think you'd be Byron? good color because you're witty. You're good. quick. You're smart. Good. I could do. I'll. I'll take that. So here's what we're gonna do. Okay. I think. I think Boris should be the commentator. Yeah. That is what he does. So he'd be like the Michael Cole. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you can do color. Okay. So you're, he's the JBL. So I guess I'm the ring announcer and you're the heel. What the? F- oh, I'm Byron. Yeah. Oh man. Was Byron? Is Byron the heel? Yeah. Byron's the other guy. Because we kind of have to have positions and then True. also face or heel. Yes. Like, you would just be a ring announcer. Yes. I would be a color guy, would I be but like... I think I'd be a little more of a face color guy. Mm, I agree. Yeah. And would I be like... Silver you could be a, You could be a heel... You're number two. Like, I'd be like, you're always that's, number that's two. That's exactly I'd be like yeah. play-by-play. Like, I'd be like no, more you're, of a call. I'd be like no. Matt Stryker calling that, the moves. No, that's Spores. Yeah. Oh, okay. You're, you're the heel. What you am I just the you're, you're, you're basically I'm a heel by work. You're, you're the king. You're, you're, yes. Oh, man. You're the, you're the guy who jokes. sides with all the bad guys. And makes shit jokes. And has fun with Paul Heyman when he comes to commentate. See, that doesn't sound so match. bad. Yeah, it'd be okay. Yes, I agree. Um, next email. That's a good idea. Thank you for that, Brian. Uh, That's I like a good that question. question. Yeah. It's unique. <laughs> uh, next email is from Duncan. Oh, Jesus. Dear <laughs> El Espanol Anuncian Tabla. Good. That's good. I I tried. If I got that wrong, I'm sorry. You're more of a French uh Although I did enthusiast. learn some Spanish. Yeah, I didn't learn it. Well, I it was, picked uh, up a little bit in Mexico. In grade four. Really? Yeah. yeah. From grade you guys four had to grade nine. Everything was like French was mandatory for you for mm-hmm. a long time too, right? Kindergarten to grade nine. Yeah. So we had Well, I, and think, I did it to grade twelve too, I guess. I did uh English, obviously all my life. I did French four to six. I think we had a French class okay. that was just specific to that class. One class, yeah. Uh, and then in junior high, I took it for seven as an option, mm. and I sucked at it, and that was it. Fair enough. Yeah, that was all she wrote. It's a tough language. I can, uh, turns out it's hard to learn two languages. I can ask you what time the basketball game starts in, in Spanish. Mexican? Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> Mexican. Que hora comenzó el jugar du baloncesto? Why do you know that? Uh, because it was one of the <laughs> mandatory sentences that we had to learn, and for whatever reason, it just stuck with me. Yeah. I, don't, I have no explanation for it. So if I'm ever rolling around in Mexico or yes. Spain, I can also I can ask call you, you up, yes. put you on the line with a guy. I need to ask this guy when the basketball game and starts. And he'll at least get me to a basketball <laughs> game. <laughs> yes. I can also ask him uh, if you can go to the bathroom, because our teacher made us learn that to ask him so that we could leave that horrible class. Oh, right. Yes. yes. Puedo so, ir a el baño, por I think favor. I only took right. French. For like two years, yeah, that was grade me. seven French and eight, four, and I then think. I was like, "Oh, fuck this! <laughs> it's optional. Getting the fuck out of here." Um, I have a French last name, so people assume I can that speak French. Yeah. It's the worst. My mom made me take French in grade seven. It was mandatory from four to six, but then seven, she made me take it. She's like, "It's really important skill to have. You should go do it." It, yeah. And then I, I, I took it, and I came home the day I was deciding I wasn't taking it for grade eight, and she was telling me how important it was. I was like, "Mom, you don't speak French. You're fine." And she's like. That's a it's that's a, a that's a fair point. point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I haven't had you got me there. I haven't had a moment where it pays off for me. Um, I am f- like I'm fluent. I yeah. have my grade, my all the way through high school, my diploma in French. I have that. Uh, it hasn't fully been like I totally got this job because I can speak French. Like it hasn't right. paid off for me like that. However, when I went to Mexico, there was a group of guys there from Quebec, 
and my God, did they love that I could speak proper French right. and English without and, sounding like a fucking idiot. Yeah. And you knew in the basketball they game was. So yeah, you were and that too. Yeah. The, <laughs> the people in Mexico, they were happy Can that you I could ask if, you if just I could be- go to the bathroom. Like, they were already pumped about the French thing, and yes. you're like, boys, come check this out. Watch this. I'm going to get us into a basketball <laughs> game next in Mexico. You don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> Tip of the iceberg. That's <laughs> uh, good. Okay, uh, question time from Duncan. Number one. Uh, now that we're going to see Nakamura in the E, yeah, should he really feud with Styles? Also, should they reference New Japan and their history there as a reason for a feud? Uh, I think they would. If they were going to do that feud, I think they would totally go on New Japan. I don't think they're. I, maybe not by name. I bet you. I yeah. bet you they would it say would be Japan. One of these. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Japan or. Yep. These guys have wrestled all around the world. Yeah. They've had many a battles. Yeah. But they, they've never been above saying, Story oh, Daniel history. Bryan was yeah. big in Japan, or Chris Benoit was the Pegasus kid in Japan. They just sure. never say... Yeah, they never directly were like, this guy was huge for all Japan, yeah. or new, or whatever. Yeah. Right. Or uh, Daniel Bryan was the biggest guy in Ring of Honor, or whatever. I think uh, I think they will feud. I just, mm-hmm. Not anytime soon. No, I think they're going to do... need them both to establish first. And Nakamura is doing NXT. Yes. So... Yeah. Uh, he might he be down there for a little bit. Popped up on the tapings last week, mm. which, yeah, we might have talked about. I don't remember when that was. Probably not, I guess. It would have been later on the week. Yeah. So, yeah, well, there you go. That uh, Nakamura is coming for sure. Yeah. Because he's there. He flew out today to from Japan to America. Nice. Nice. I'm pumped for that. Me too. Uh, I've having, heard nothing but good things. Yes, and having not seen anything from him. Yeah, me neither. Going into this completely cold, I'm pretty stoked to see I'm excited to see what the most charismatic man in the world of wrestling, as he's been referred to by many charismatic, 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 charismatic guys mm-hmm. in the WWE, but coming from a place where getting it's a reaction totally out of someone different. is so different. Like, just the nuance of your speaking. Yep. Like, I want to see what... Japan's John Cena is sure. on the microphone, like yeah. him just coming in oh. and taking, like having twenty minutes to entertain a crowd. And you, you look at Oscar. I think yeah. it's going to be a little similar to that. She's right. still been able to be very charismatic yep. in her own way, yep. without but still have her strong yeah. style esque um, way. With does, like, how is his English? Do we know? I've never heard him speak it. Hmm. I'm pretty sure it's terrible. Expressive. That's the word. I'm just making he's, up words. He's a cartoon character. He's very though. good expressioning. Like, Nakamura is actually a very expressive guy in the sense that, like, he's very animated and, yeah. like, all his movements are on his face. So I, I think he'll be able to get over. Uh, the King of Strong style is awesome. So it'll be cool for you guys going in cold. I'm stoked. Yeah. yeah. Uh, question number two. What do you guys think would be the effect on the wrestling world if, theoretically, WWE would go out of business? Cool. We've Indies, kind of answered this back question to the territories. Um, yeah, I think you have to start at the beginning again, don't you? Yeah, it would be like the whole cycle would have to loop again of like, all of a sudden it would be like, all right, are you big in Boston? Okay, well, you can occasionally go wrestle in another state or whatever. I think the difference would be, I don't think it would be territory so much as small companies. I think it would be... Well, that's what our, territories pretty much was. I know, but I don't think it'll be geographically based as... Like, I don't think a guy from Atlanta... Is going to get a start in Atlanta. Atlanta. I don't think it'll only be like that, but I think for an extent it'll be like, all right, well, we're running every Tuesday night here, so are you going to be part of every Tuesday night show? Mm -hmm. Right. All right, so that guy has to make in his, like, town loop of being like, all right, on Friday, Saturday, I'm wrestling Philadelphia and Boston, if those are within driving distance, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I think, But um, on Tuesday, I'm always in Atlanta. I think it depends. Like, if this is just, like, we wake up tomorrow and Vince is like, well, we're, we're bankrupt. We got no money. Closing the doors. Whole thing's done. Everything's gone. Out. WWE is 
done, ceases mm. to exist. I think there's room for a lot of those guys to to the USA Network is going to want to fill that void with some wrestling. Right. So something would happen, I'm sure that somebody would there get would a be TV a TV deal. program, whether that becomes a TNA or whether it's Lucha or whether it's a hybrid of GFW. all of them or whatever it happens to be. Yeah. I think that it would end up being a lot of the similar big guys that are going to be on TV. Right. And not a lot would change. And a lot of them are going to flock to one company. Totally. And they're going to want to be the company. Yep. Who, There's going to be the company. TV deal and whoever's got the money to Well, and that's the weirdest sign thing everybody. about the hypothetical is that you're like, okay, well, someone wants to pour their advertising dollars right. into wrestling. They want, they're like, we need to have commercials on the wrestling product that everyone wants because our stuff that we advertise, people who watch wrestling want it. Yep. At the same time, the way the hypothetical works is WWE went bankrupt, so maybe there was no advertising, no advertising money. money. <laughs> True. True. So, uh, yeah, it's. Uh, I, I always thought that the concept of Ric Flair traveling around the world to all these different territories where it's just like, oh, Ric Flair's coming to town, this is going to be fucking crazy, was always super cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, uh, like that territory style of like... Uh, whatever the different promotion is, yeah. he's the big guy from the NWA, right? And, and he's bringing had, whatever championship belt, defending it against whoever the top your guy. hot guy, and everyone would be like, "Ric Flair's going to come, and our hot, our top guy is going to get that belt, and the belt's going to be here." Uh, and I think that would be really cool to see. At the same time, it's I don't think it's ever going to happen. Nope. I think the WWE can cut what they do, their product. They can slice it and dice it before and dice ever, it going, before ever yeah. going out of business, and it'll always be the top one. Uh, last question from Duncan is, what has been your favorite holy shit spot? Mine is Jeff Hardy's 10-story dive onto Randy Orton from a bunch of years ago. Ooh. Keep on not understanding the joke. Duncan at Brian Danielson were the ones. That's what I do best. Uh, I'll go first because that's a really easy answer for, yeah, for me. It also involves me. Jeff Hardy. It is the oh. spear f- whilst Jeff Hardy was hanging on to the title in that TLC. Where Edge DDTs himself? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Hands down. Uh, uh, mine is the Mankind spot. Uh, going off the cage where I was just like, that's that's fucking insane. And that wasn't even the brutal the, the one. brutal one. Yep. That was just the one that looked brutal for me yep. at the first time I saw it. I yep. was like, oh God, you the oh no. <laughs> yeah. That 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 for me is up there more for a the spectacle of yeah, it. Yeah, what an idiot kind of thing. Yeah. But the actual spot of edge Hitting a proper spear was above a the ring. Spot. Yes, it was two athletes. Exactly, knowing exactly what they were doing, bringing them right yeah. down, yeah. and like doing that cell where he kind of falls on his knees, and yeah. the whole thing was. Whereas was, it's just a like, what the fuck was right. that with mankind? Right? Yeah, mankind. It was really like you're dumb. You shouldn't have done that. He's but dead. You did it. Yeah, the, the man has just died. <laughs> I just watched the man us. die. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. go with Shane O'Mac, King of the Ring. Yeah. Shane Kurt Angle. Another big one. Any oh, that's not even the one I thought you were going to say. No, I, I can't think of the exact one where you go, the big drop for him. I think that was Steve Blackman you talking about? Yeah. Steve Blackman was at a SummerSlam, But I no, think. I'm thinking about the one that I'm going with. That one was in my head. But I'm going with when Angle puts him through the glass. Mm. And like, fuck. That was crazy, too. Just a crazy wrestling maneuver. That was another one where I think the worst of that was when he wasn't putting him through the glass. And Shane just kept hitting the glass and Bouncing falling right on his head. <laughs> yeah, where it's just like. And I was like, boom, oh, boom. good stop lord. That. Stop You're going to kill the man. <laughs> Shane took uh, some fucking funny. crazy He's a bumps. Goddamn psycho. Yeah. Fuck like, he was entertaining. For a guy like, who I'm... wasn't like a wrestler's wrestler and grew up in the business kind of thing. Yeah. You knew how to entertain a crowd. Oh, he was an entertainer. Like even just him. You ever see the moment where he's twirling the cane with the rock? 
and he uh, loses yeah. the cane, and the Rock just looks at him and is like, "Oh, you fucked up now, kid." <laughs> like, just he's so entertaining. Just he'd come out, do his little dance. He had his character, and he was so good, and he could do face or heel. Like, and he I could think be he the knew kid. the line of like where he was as like a character, and that he wasn't a real wrestler. So the boys, he would let them. Like take the lead in a match and call it, and he's he, just like, let's just give me a couple dumb things to do that are yeah. gonna get the crowd on their yeah, feet. Yeah, give me an easy spot where I whap you with a, a cane or two, and I'll take all your finishers. That Kurt sure. Angle Shane McMahon match at uh, uh, King of the Ring, Ring yeah. was uh, like so much better than it had any business being. Yeah, yep. Like you're like you go into it, you're like oh, this will be all right, and Kurt Angle and Shane like tear down the house, yeah. and Kurt Angle fucking kills them on some yeah. spots. Yeah. Uh, next email is from Ron Lowenberg. Ron. Quick question. Uh, when did kayfabe die? Like, when mm. did uh, people figure out that it was not real? 90s? 80s? 90s. Um, are we talking about, like, completely dead? It was. Because I think if you're talking about when did people realize that wrestling, uh, I hate using the word fake. But was when, was fixed. Was, was UK, sure, yeah. fixed. Uh, if we're talking about that, then, yeah, I'd say probably late 80s, early 90s. Yeah. But if we're talking about... The way it is now, how everyone knows what like a jobber is, what mm. being stiff means, what yeah. all the terms and everything like that. Right. When a guy's coming, yeah. The internet. Right. Like early that's 2000s, where it all mid 2000s. That's Late when it 90s really. When the dirt sheets started finally. Yeah. When it officially up. was like died, I guess then. So. When everyone all of a sudden, it was easy to be on the inside mm-hmm. or easier to be on the inside. When I left, and the internet was out when I left when I stopped watching wrestling, but I wasn't actively looking for this stuff. I remember leaving wrestling being like, no one knew what was going to happen. And then coming back to wrestling and everyone knew what was going to happen. Like it it felt like it happened in my gap, even though I know people were talking about it before I left wrestling. I just wasn't seeking that out. Yeah. Yeah. I I never saw like at WrestleMania 21. I didn't know what was. I I didn't know any of the surprises, any of the finishes. I wasn't looking for any of that info. It wasn't until I came back and was like, Oh, I'd like to know a little more. And then all of a sudden, once you know a bit, it's hard to not like be exposed. It's almost like, oh shit, it's raw or pay-per-view day. Sure. Don't touch the internet all day. I uh I remember WrestleMania twenty one before like leading up to that, I remember predicting that Batista would win that rumble mm. and go on and would pick Triple H and would wrestle Triple right. H at WrestleMania. And I remember when that all was unfolding in front of me, me thinking like I'm the smartest man alive. Yeah. Like, I should be paid for this shit. Right. And the older I got, the more that I did that, the more that I realized that I'm totally not the only one that can totally, like, that can see things coming. How fun was that? You know what a good story, right? Like, you you were thinking about it. it, You were thinking about it like, you know what would be so cool? Yes. Is if this happened. And at the same time, that is exactly what WWE writers are thinking. You know what would be so cool? Right. And, uh, but at the time, even though I was doing that, it was still, I want to see that happen. Right. It wasn't just that would be cool. It It was was more like you were predicting a card. And being like, oh, if this guy beats this guy, this could yes. happen in the future. It wasn't like nowadays where like you're like, all right, trying so to on, book it on this yeah. two week plan. This yeah. will happen here, a TV segment there, sure. and the big yeah. payoff match here. Back then, we were just kind of looking at a card and going like, all right, cool. I like this guy. I like this guy, and maybe this team will finally get the big win over the heel team. Mm. Yep. Cool question, actually. I like yeah. that. I, um, it's, it's funny because I bet you we don't have a very good handle on when no. it died because we were too young right. when it died. Uh, better question for Boris. So maybe send that one back in next time Boris comes in. There was an interview. Or and send it to another. Send it to the same email I'm going to be making in okay. an indie folder. Okay. Um, I might just save that question and use it for the next one. Yep. 
I uh, I remember an interview. I saw this uh, a few years ago, and I I know very little about this. I can't remember all the details, so I'm going to be kind of just skimming across it. But it was a very old interview, uh, and I'm talking like old looking TV, right? Like pre Attitude Era, like back when TV looked washed out and stuff. And I can't remember what it was, but it was them talking to a guy and showing him a clip. I don't think it was Vince. Might have been Vince. It was someone prominent in the WWE or in wrestling world and they were showing him this clip and being like listen you can hear him call it spots and trying to expose wrestling oh, yeah, as fake have you seen about, this yeah, yeah this clip so at some point back then and that's old like i remember that being like they were showing clips from like yeah the like guy was reacting as though he was like oh appalled I, that this was yeah, happening i don't know, I don't what's know what happening. they're talking well about. yeah or there's right. like another 80s clip it's like where the the wrestler like beats up the reporter where he's like well, I, I think it looks pretty fake what you're doing there. And he's like, how fake is this? And he's just, <laughs> just like, open hand slap. He's like, that's an open hand slap right there. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I think, I mean, I go back and watch WrestleMania 1, and I'm like, you need, there needs to be people on the planet that know this is fake. This is not done very well. That, and that's the like, thing. <laughs> Us watching back is, is a lot easier to do that. Right. People were fucking really dumb in the 80s. Was, like yeah. the, like 80, just, 80s slow. <laughs> yeah, they were they were eighties slow. Uh, I believe that was called AIDS. Uh, I think like maybe it's Good. one of those things where did people's disbelief like was it easier for people to suspend their disbelief mm. back then versus in the late nineties and nowadays? Yeah, just the way people would just fucking miss. Like you have to watch that and be like, oh, this isn't real. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. It, it's it's tough to it is really weird. Uh, uh yeah. Boris will answer that a lot better than we ever could, so I will keep that one for later. Next email is from uh, Han Solo. Hey, uh, hey, Sapot guys. After Dean Ambrose's promo when he was in the ring with Lesnar and Heyman, do you guys consider Dean to be one of the best speakers in the WWE right now? Is Ambrose considered a main eventer in your eyes, or is he still a mid-carder? That's, I think he's right on the edge. He's a, he's a upper... High mid Carter. Sure, he's on the verge. He's he's a lower he's mid touching, central upper Carter, touching that glass ceiling. <laughs> yeah, he just needs to break through it. I think right. he's in the Randy Orton spot right now. You're not. He's not a mid Carter anymore. He's like elevated past that, but he's not in the main picture. Well, he is right now, but he's in that like top that six spot talent. duty when you like if you jump had to give there. him like your top five of the company are not considered mid Carters mm-hmm. and like Orton would generally be in there because he's such a veteran and generally would be in a good spot on a card. Mm. Ambrose has that spot right now if with, you, with all the injuries. Uh, if you go back and look over the past year, and I only know this because I was doing my match of the year stuff, uh, you forget how often he was in that like in that scene yep. for the yep. World Heavyweight Like He had a whole program with Rollins where they fought over the belt for a while, and then when he was with Bray Wyatt, he was arguably the top feud because uh, that was when Lesnar wasn't defending the title. Yeah. Uh, and stuff like that, and it's like he's always kind of been there, but it's I've never thought they were going to put the belt on him. And right? Like you have that group of guys. White isn't really a mid Carter. Mm-hmm. That's exactly like, it. That, like, that's considered an elevated feud. Wait, like with he no was belt. he main evented that TLC with yeah. Bray Wyatt as a non championship match. Like he was that was the match that was the program at the time on TV. Mm-hmm. So he's always kind of been there, but he's not. When you say who are the five guys you'd put that belt on right now, I feel like Dean Ambrose might come up fifth or sixth. Like yeah. he's right on the edge there. Bubble. Yeah. Uh, what do you think of his promo? I think his promo is great. He's I think a great he's, talker. Yeah. One of the best in WWE right now. I'd put him in the top three for active wrestling guys. 
Uh, yeah. Um, I mean, Jericho's in there. Jericho, Owens. Owens. I think you'd have to say Ambrose. John Cena, Cena is pretty good on the microphone. Yeah, aside from him being out with injury right oh, now. Oh, like right now? Yeah, like yeah? on current day company. From like now till Mania, you're not getting Cena. So who are your best talkers that are not Paul Heyman? I think Dean Ambrose is very interesting partially because he has not talked enough to be stale yet. Sure. He's never had a stinker like Roman Reigns has. True. Right. Yep. Uh, if I could nitpick one little thing on... Uh, his promo with Brock Lesnar was that he talked about wanting the World Heavyweight Championship, but didn't mention that he had, like, he should have at some point said, I want to unify. I want to be the guy that has two belts. Yeah. Right? I have one. I want another one. I mm-hmm. want more. Right. Yep. He just kind of said, I want that one. Did he have the Intercontinental yeah, Championship with him when he walked out? Yeah. He did. Know. That was, that was yeah. a little bit weird for me. Yeah. It should, like, if you're going to have your Intercontinental Champion going to... for the world title, you should be talking about the fact that they're doing that. Yeah. So. Okay, uh, next question is from Nova Punk. Uh, question one, do you see Orton returning before WrestleMania or at WrestleMania, and does he return babyface or heel? Uh, I think he returns babyface, but not till after WrestleMania. I think based on like what we've previously calculated his injury calendar, and I mean, there's been no updates on it. No. But I don't see him returning before Mania, and he'll probably get a babyface reaction when he tur- uh, shows up. So they'll have to do something to turn him if that's what they're going to do. I think, I think so too. I think that's what they do. I yeah. think he. I think he shows up. He'll get the reaction, but he will do something in night one to establish. Yeah, him. night oh, okay. one or yeah, like the raw heel. after. They're desperate for heels right now. Yeah, yeah. oh, they're hurting for big guys. And Randy like, Orton's a pretty good heel. Yep, Mike. Yep, it, for sure. Yeah, as as I want to boo him. I right. always want to boo him. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Uh, yeah, and I, I totally agree that I don't think it's until after Mania. There's no reason to rush him back. There's no. no. I mean, they are hurting for bodies right now, but there's no like. Hit the panic button, bring him in now. Well, and I was crunching the numbers when he came out and said, neck's not a thing. It's just the shoulder from the trash can incident. Yep. Um, And being like, hey, even without the neck, he's out. He was still two months past WrestleMania at minimum. Uh, Question two Who do you see Undertaker working at WrestleMania 32? My top picks would be Sting or Bray Wyatt. I do not think we're getting Sting. I think Sting is done. Yeah, it's a bit Um, of a pipe dream. As cool as it would be to get Taker versus Sting. Bray Wyatt, it's I probably think never happened. It's got to be Lesnar with Wyatt. Yep. Unless you do Wyatt with Taker and Strowman with Lesnar. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like Strowman. With I don't want either guys. of those. I think I like Strowman better with Lesnar than I do with Taker. Me too. Personally, I think Lesnar will have other opportunities to do cool stuff. Whereas, yes. Like I said, the fact that Undertaker is leaving mean I, means I want the best thing for him. Yep. And when I was talking about like that match isn't going to be great, but when they're both standing in the ring, I want it to mean something. Nothing would mean more than him and well, I'd say him and John Cena, him and Sting, and him and Bray Wyatt would at least still be interesting. Those, yeah. yeah, those are the top three where you go, holy shit, that really means something. I mean, we were talking about it earlier, and like, if it is Strauman, we would prefer it to be Kane, and that's that's saying a lot. Mm-hmm. You just said a name wrong, Strowman. I called him Strawberry Man earlier, and nobody noticed. That's because you were obviously trying to do something yeah. dumb, whereas well, this to cover time you're accidentally you doing something dumb. <laughs> it's hard to say. No, it's not. Strowman. 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 Beef Stroganoff. Uh, question number three. What happened to GFW? Used to hear updates and news about them all the time. They filmed those pilot episodes, but they never aired anywhere. Thanks. Looking forward to next week's show. Nova Pug. Uh, Yep. <laughs> I, yeah, I, they, uh, I, I them, heard so. that Jeff Jarrett and the GFW team had sent those out to a bunch of different like channels. They sent it to Spike, hoping that Spike maybe would bite on that. 
Go Fight Network, uh, which very well they could take it, but at this point, nobody has signed and wants mm. those episodes. And I mean, there's decent wrestlers on there, like oh, yeah. Doc yeah, Gallows and Machine Gun Carl Anderson are on those cards. Uh, I think God Mike Bennett him. was on them. So, That's the thing. Maybe maybe now there's contract yeah, issues now, with that too, right? Yeah, now they're just fucked. But like, you don't hear anything about GFW anymore. No. Like, no, remember on Twitter when it used to be like, announcements coming, roster updates. This guy joins the force. We're going to play in the ballpark. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I fucking hate ballpark. Tell us field. We coming for you. <laughs> uh, last email, a late one from Kevin Gerwick. Uh, <gasps> the Gur. When do you guys think some of the great tag teams in NXT make their debut? Is it a bad name? Oh, sorry. Is a bad name just as bad as a bad gimmick? American Alpha. You don't like that, Kevin? I like that. Love I the show. Keep it. it up, Kevin. I don't mind American Alpha. Nope. I think it suits them perfectly. Yeah, yeah, I think it does too. I think the only person I know who doesn't like it is Boris. And this guy who just seemed And Ke- and the Gur. Yeah. Granted, I don't think they needed a name. I think Gable and Jordan is yeah, strong totally enough fine. by itself. Yeah. But it's the WWE. They yeah. want to brand shit, right. and they, we're, we're never going to not have that. So if I actually yeah. liked the little exchange they had when they were debuting. When they thought it name. out? Yeah. yeah. It was funny. Those guys have impressive comedic timing, especially they Gable. They, they're... Like chemistry of like, even though like at times they seem like they don't want to do the game, like Jordan doesn't want to do the ready, willing Gable thing. Yep. It's just, it's so funny. And like those two guys are perfect for each other in that sense. I agree. Uh, um, in terms of getting to the main roster, yeah. I think, uh, uh, what are they, uh, what's their actual street name? Um, Cass and. Do they have a. I, I think it's I just uh, Enzo and Cass. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I think they are kind of as ready as they're going to be. They're like, TV ready. Yeah. Like, they're going to, like, for Raw, I should say. Mm-hmm. Like, Raw wants, Raw needs guys like that who I are mean, fun on the microphone. Timing wise, it seems like they're going to get the title shot mm-hmm. against uh, Dawson and uh, Wilder. The Wilder at the, probably at the special at WrestleMania. They probably lose that. Uh, and then there's the Raw after Mania that happens to be that same weekend in the same city. Mm-hmm. Saying, I think that's perfect. Snap a do. That crowd would go nuts for them coming yeah. up. Yeah, that would absolutely. be a genius. They would flip up for them. That maybe you bought. can't teach that would be so hot nope. on that yeah. raw, like absolutely. so fucking hot. And I like those guys are one of the few teams that like I'm excited when they're they're out there. And and I'm just saying that not that there aren't exciting teams in sure. NXT. It's just like. When they come out, I was like, this is going to be a good promo. This is going to be high energy. This is going to be fun. I'm probably going to have a big smile on my face when they're saying whatever dumb shit they're saying. The chicken tenders thing yeah, or whatever. Uh, I When they're talking about how many nickels they would have if they got beat up. Yeah, lots of nickels. I am ready for them to be on Raw. I think they're the first team up. Uh, other than that, I, mean, I don't know. Is there anyone uh, they I mean, close behind? Vaude villains, maybe. Vaude villains, I, I don't think, think they have are... legs. We've talked about that. Yeah, gimmick we think the gimmick stick. is is hard to do on the main roster. It'd be interesting to see what they do because they're turning heel. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how that. I hope it just means them. that they're gonna work really stiff and just be really like old timey strong men. Yeah, they're they have a really cool. They live their gimmicks in the ring. Like they yeah. they don't yeah. forget who they are when they're wrestling. Even when they they live their gimmicks in like backstage interviews where it's like Alexa Bliss slaps the shit out of them and. The, they just take it because that's the gentleman thing to do. Yeah. Right? Um, maybe Dawson and Wilder. Yeah. I, I think you got to get the titles off them before you bring them up. So yep. And they're I, good workers. Yeah. I think I think that uh, Cash and Enzo are your, are your next two to come up. Now, no. do they come up with Carmella? I think so. I think you want I to bring you, them up as a package. I think you bring them up as a package. 
So maybe you wait until her and Bailey are. But done I also don't program. think that you need to bring them up as a backing. You don't. I think they to. would be fine without her. I don't know if she would be fine without them just to intro. Because then it's like, like unless maybe you brought her up later, but still with them. Sure. Like they yep. introduce this is our girl Carmella. Like uh, as an from, example, from when they first Jersey, get called up and they're on the phone, like in the locker room, it's like. No, we're at this arena. Like you're still in full sail. Yeah. Oh, sorry, Carmella, gotta go. Like right? It's a it's a great like you keep threesome. that character in your back pocket. It's a great threesome. So I guess more so than I'm saying they need to come up together. Yeah, I just think she needs to be with them when she comes up. I agree. Yeah. Uh, speaking of NXT, let's talk about that from last week. Yes. I forgot to do that. And I love doing NXT. Did you see my sticky message? Yep, I did. Good. I was. Oh, is that what the secret code sticky thing was? Yep. yep. Yes, it was. It's not a secret anymore. But I legitimately wasn't looking at Warren when I flashed it up there. So I was like, Warren either saw that or didn't. So I was excited to see if we <laughs> so ever a go this or up. a no go. Yep. Okay. We'll rattle through this pretty quick uh, as we do NXTs. And I didn't think this was a particularly good NXT. Um, American Alpha, Chad Gable and Jason Jordan beat uh, Blake and Murphy. Uh, in a tag team match, uh, they look good again. Blake and Murphy got up to some Healy shenanigans to control the match for a little while, but they won with... Now, this I've seen on the internet. This is not confirmed. I've never heard this on WWE programming, yeah. that their tag team finisher is called the Grand Amplitude, I've which heard just reminds once. me of a Grand Am. does. Or a Grand <laughs> Slamwich. Okay. Sure. I would rather it remind me of a Grand Slamwich, because Grand Am is just a whatever car. Yeah. Grand Slamwich? Godlike sandwich. That's a very good, um, very good finisher, though. They got it the is. One guy I like them up, finisher. and then they yeah. pin yep. them and bridge them all. That's in the same really. Game. I think Blake and Murphy are a really good team. I think that's the thing. Like, I'm not anxious for them to get up on the main roster by any means, but they're very solid in yeah. the ring. I like them more than the Ascension ever. Like, I always like them more than the Ascension, uh, and I, I look forward to them coming to the main roster for me to boo them as a heel tag team. Yep. Like totally. they got a great look to just oh fuck those guys. Mm. Yeah, they seem douchebag. Yeah, they have very douchebaggy presence. Douchebaggy hair, douchebaggy yeah. talk, like voices. music. No offense to whatever accent that is. Australian. It's not, yeah, it's not the accent that makes them douchebags. I know nice Australians. Good day, mate. I actually don't really know any Australians, so they and might all won, be douchebags. And he was nice. Yeah. So trend busted. Live on the island. Yep, that's right. They're all Throw another shrimp on the Barbie. All a bunch of former prisoners. <laughs> All a bunch of damn convicts. Uh, I respect anyone from Australia because it seems like half the fucking shit over there can kill you. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think snakes you cut... and fucking spiders and yeah. kangaroos are just like a common pest yeah. every day. You get off Missile that island, drop kicking you. If you get off that island and come to like anywhere else in the world, you are like overqualified to live there at that point. Wasn't Nathan like Jones from Australia? Yeah, he's, he's living Colossus there somewhere. Bulgar Road. Somewhere, just <laughs> killing people. I, yeah. you know what? I really want. Brando to just be a wrestler and have an Australian gimmick. <laughs> and a guy with the I can't I can do boomerang. the Australian accent with like specific things Certain that I've words. heard said in Australia. That's the thing. Yeah. I have to hear it in order to say You're like it a wrestler with a really limited vocabulary. Yeah. yeah. I'd be like sitting there being like, Oh, you know I'm going to get that WWE toy till British. Turn into Wade Barrett. So we have some through. Irish somewhere there. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Nia Jax, uh, being accompanied by Eva Marie, as she does, uh, defeats Liv Morgan in a singles match. This was a squash. It was like two minutes, ten seconds. Mm -hmm. uh, much like all of Jax's matches, which I get I don't like. Like, I, I just hate watching them. But I get that this is a process. If you have a monster heel diva 
who is bigger than everyone, yeah. you are going to have her squashing ladies a lot. I just don't get excited when I see her because I'm not into it. Yeah, I'm about the same. Like, I I could be excited, but I'm not. And it's one of those things, like, I expect her to run through a lot of people in the, the women's division there. Mm. But I, it's kind of like the Braun Strowman thing where it's like— Totally. You're, you're so green, and they want to give you a good position. Like, the match with Bailey was all right for what it's worth. Yeah, I, I actually like the match with Bailey, but and, I think— And they, it works to the advantages of her being, like, the underdog and choking her out. Right. But I think for a big girl, a bit for a big girl to have a good match against a small girl, you need time to tell a story. Yeah, right. Because you're not going to get them hurricanning sure. off each other and everything. You need to tell a story about how she is bigger than the other one, and either she's destroying her or she's a, a big underdog story. But you can't do that with two minutes and ten seconds. So it's just okay. She's going to go up there, crush this girl, and she's so and green where she doesn't have the psychology yet for her in ring work. Where it's like, okay, well, what are you trying to do within? She looks too nice, I think. Yeah, like she looks like when she comes on that entrance, she looks like she's excited to be there, mm-hmm. which makes it look like she's not going to beat people up as much. Like kind of half smiling, but not really a like, sinister smirk. Like, yeah, it's not like she's like, oh, I know I'm going to beat whatever like tiny girl comes through the curtain now. Like, I almost think that it would benefit her to like watch some Jessica Havoc tapes because Jessica yeah. Havoc's another yeah, yeah. girl who's like six one, six two. And when she wrestles a, a smaller girl, she really gets the the psychology of the match. Sure. Maybe don't watch any awesome Kong tapes. No. She likes oh, to beat up Matt Hardy's wife. And that was news that we didn't talk tour. about. She got sent home on the first day of the TNA UK tour for getting into a backstage fight with Rebby Sky, Matt Hardy's wife. Great. Who's not even a wrestler. She's just <laughs> there as, like, Matt Hardy's manager. And apparently that's what it was over, was... Uh, she didn't think that Rebby Sky should be dressing with the women wrestlers, so she took her bags, put them on the outside. It escalated, uh, and then Kong had, like, had her choked out at yeah, one point. Yeah, so then Rebby Sky tries to come back into the locker room, and fucking Kong, like, throttles her against the wall. Not her first defense with stuff like that either, so. I wouldn't fuck with Kong. Or no, me. hell no. You don't want me in here, I'll leave. Yeah, nothing Sorry. would, nothing would ever escalate with Sky, <laughs> But she seems like she's kind of toxic in the sense of, like, I wouldn't want her in my locker room. Or in my company. Yes. Okay. NXT. Yes. Uh, squash match. Uh, we're going to go from this two-minute ten squash match to a match that was actually even shorter. Mm-hmm. Hmm? <laughs> Alex Riley makes his return against uh Say it to my face. Great team. Yeah. Great team. Yeah. good. He uh, looks jacked. Yes. Look good. I think the thing to take away from this match was that Alex Riley looks really good. And based on his promo, he, he got the win. Uh, based on his promo after, he is running with a strong heel gimmick for yep. an internet crowd where it's like I called I told you I was coming no one gave two shits meanwhile you're playing Sami Zayn promos for a month before Sammy he comes Zane's back Sami Zayn's got his date for a return yep. I liked it a lot and it could be that I didn't really see a lot of the Alex Riley Miz stuff I saw a little bit of it I don't have anything against Alex Riley I just think that when he was against Kevin Owens they were really pulling the trigger on Kevin Owens and he was like Wait, I'm getting left behind? I thought I was having a good match here, too. And it's like, yeah. no, we only care about Kevin at that point. Yep, it's, it's good Good to see him back. Good to see him. Uh, them give him something to work with mm-hmm. that he seems to be able to adapt to and use well. So yep. I'm excited to see how that progresses. And I'm a sucker for a guy who loses it on the WWE yes. and then goes down and has a career in NXT and has a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, next, we go from that match that was shorter than the Nia Jax uh, squash match to a match that was shorter than that match. Nice. The matches are getting shorter. 
and I talked about one that was two minutes and ten seconds. Elias Sampson defeats John Jobber Skyler. Yes. In uh, in yeah, a squash match. He Samson's only done squash matches. None of them have looked particularly good. I still don't have anything to say about Samson. No, I think it's a. I thought it was a great gimmick, and now he's kind of doing it. And I was like, this is not how I wanted this gimmick to be done when I saw the vignettes. This seems dumb. Yeah, I would want it to be done differently, probably too. Still too much Macho Man for me. Yeah, it looks a lot like Macho Man. I kind of agree with what Scotty said before, where it would be it was Scotty or Boris who said that you'd rather have him just do a hobo gimmick. At that yeah, point. the hobo picket stick. That yeah. was me. Right. I don't want the the acoustic guitar is not doing anything for it. No, I don't like it. He doesn't it. even play it anymore. He played it the one time, which was stupid. It was stupid. But now but he, he, just, he just walks out and okay, you have a guitar. Yeah, I yep. want to talk to Samson. Uh, finally, we got a main event: Sami Zayn, Samoa Joe, and Baron Corbin. That ended in a no contest. It was a draw between Sami Zayn and Samoa Joe, who had a dual submission on Corbin. Sami Zayn had a. I like this finish though. Sami Zayn had a modified sharpshooter, which he did different than most people do sharpshooters. He stepped with the leg that was already tied up, whereas most of the time you step with your free leg. Yep. He moved the whole guy over, and it looked like it fucking hurt. Way more than a regular sharpshooter. Yes, it did. Yes, it uh, did. I'm going to do that to Andy next time I see him. Holly <laughs> will watch. Get him. Yeah. <laughs> Get him. Um, and uh, Baron Corbin, meanwhile, or uh, Joe, meanwhile, comes in while this mission is 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 in place and locks in a crossface, and then uh, Corbin taps out. Uh, William Regal comes out, and says he's going to review the tape. Which gets mad at the ref. Check the tape. Gets mad at the ref. And the ref's coming with him to review the tape. Right. It was a whole big fiasco, a situation, if you will. Yes. It um, looks so legit, though. I know it's like that's a, the finish or whatever, but with, like, Sami Zayn and Joe both being, like, like Zayn's like, what is there to, to discuss? I had the move in first. Yeah. And Joe's like, yeah, but whose move did he tap to? I finished it. Like, yeah. fuck. It's just, it's really yep. good. Like It made sense. It's so, better than the double pin at Night of Champions between Cena and Punk. Yes. Yes, you, it is. Was that you who said you loved that? I love that yeah, okay. finish. <laughs> anyway, um, so do you guys think that means uh, maybe more likely that it's going to be Sami Zayn, Samoa Joe, and Finn Balor at the next big special? Or do you think it's going to be Sami Zayn and Samoa Joe somewhere in between now and then for a one-on-one? Yeah, fuck, we might have a Paul Cruz in there too because he's got this match coming up with, with Balor. Right, and if Cruz wins that. So if he wins a non-title match, technically he should probably get a title shot too. So then you think you go four people? Well, no, yeah. So is Corbin out? I think Corbin's out. I think it's safe to say Corbin's out. Okay, yeah. Corbin's out, so it's a fatal four-way? Yeah. I like that If four. you put Cruz in there? Zane, yeah. Joe, For a Mania Ballard. weekend big match. Because that's what you're building to now, right? Yeah. You have so much time. You do. To get to there. Yep. That it feels like that's coming together really fast, but then I guess you have every guy to fight every other guy like you, uh, like well, you do. Well, also, that NXT Dallas, Joe's getting a title shot next. Like, when did ba- they say that? Last week it got revealed. Or it got revealed at the last set of tapings. Okay. So Joe's for sure in. Joe's Joe's got a singles at this point. Okay, so there yeah. must be something in between now and then that they're maybe building to here. Yeah. Because Dallas is like only a couple weeks away. It's mid-February. Oh, I, I thought, I thought it, was, it was live. I don't think that's true. NXT Dallas? The one Why wouldn't on they do it the same week as the WrestleMania? I'm pretty sure you buy tickets for... You can buy tickets for NXT... Oh, maybe it's not. Maybe I'm it pretty sure it's live. Weekend. What's the date, Warren? What you got? Today? No. Uh, April 1st. Yeah, it's, it's WrestleMania so it's weekend. Anyway. Okay, yeah. then yeah. never mind. But oh. it does say Finn Balor versus Mojo for the NXT Championship. 
so, on the Wikipedias. But they could easily add more stuff within that because they got another set of TV tapings to do as well. Right. True. So I wonder if that was just something that has been announced on tapings that is far ahead of the airings. That there's more to come, maybe. Yeah. Okay. Like maybe okay. maybe Joe and Zane are going to wrestle sometime down the line, and Joe's going to win that. Yeah. And then Zane maybe goes up to the main. Mm-hmm. The Sammy main roster. Also, uh, Shinsuke Nakamura is going to be debuting on that card. Yeah. Which we didn't. I don't know if you said that that's where you're going to debut. But I that remember is we all his debut sent match? that picture around. Yeah. He's going to be on that card. I don't know if right. they said that he's wrestling necessarily. But didn't he already debut? Didn't we nope. see his music? No, you on just saw some... a picture of him, and Regal came out and said he's going to be here. Oh, okay. They just had a little Skype thing of him okay. being like, I saw, oh, I'm so happy to be I just signed. saw the screenshot and yeah. thought he had uh, poked his head in for a little hello. No, 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 he's not there. Okay. Via satellite. Yep. All right. Uh, that's all I got. Okay. Good. Uh, we got Sapod 100 next week, boys. Oh, jeez. Use hashtag Sapod 100 to share your favorite Sapod memories. Nobody's going to do that. Someone will do it. Nope. No, Boris is going to do that. Yep. Boris is going to be the one guy. No, Boris sent me a big thing of like what we should do in terms of like to me too. where wrestling was and what. I like some of that. Yeah, we can do that. We can yeah. uh, maybe do like some top ten lists. Yeah. Like our favorite themes of all time. Okay, let's do that. Or uh, or some other things. I'd like to make 100, 100 special. 100's pretty big. And it's like true. Boris was saying that like, man, you guys should be proud. Like anyone to get 100 episodes of anything done. It's a long time. Yeah, it's consistent. We've it's been doing this time. since 2013. Yep. Goddamn right. Okay. That's a long time. That's that's a long time. It's three years. Yep. That's Plus just over years. two because we started right at the end of 2013. So. Yeah. Right. We'll, we'll, we'll call it three, though. We're in our third year. That's not even that long a time. Not 100 episodes. It's a lot That's of, a good number, right? Here's to the next big. 100. Mm-hmm. I should save that for the next, next week. Yeah. Here's the next 101. Uh, yeah, so if you guys want us to do something specific for Sapod 100, seriously, like we're totally open to feedback. So you can email us, sapod316 at yahoo.com, or you can tweet us at Satpod. You can tweet us individually. You can call your mama. Somebody call my mama, maybe. Don't leave my mother alone. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> that's fair. Uh, we all have different preferences for yes. how we'd like the mom is handled. And the Brando's is to be left alone. Right. Left alone. Mine you can call but never talk to or make eye contact with. Right. So when but she when she hang her, hear when, her no, breathe? No, yeah. you you hang up when when she picks yes. up. Yeah, That's she answers like Warren is just requesting the call, call, not the conversation. There is no conversation to be had. No. Uh yeah, but no, let us know. If you want to see see something or hear something or whatever you want, uh we'll we'll keep an open mind for it, I guess. Mm. Uh, Scotty, I made you pick a pay-per-view on your piece of paper, and you wrote down No Way Out 2002. On the cover of that pay-per-view was Rob Van Dam. Nice. Uh, the sponsor for that pay-per-view was WWEShopZone.com. Yeah, I think they got a, a that's like decent they, amount of that's those. That's like when you watch yeah. the UK, and it's like, WWE is sponsored by WWE 2K16. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. well, no fucking duh. I feel like we've done... Every 2002 pay-per-view like eight times. Same with 2001. We haven't done this one. I can really? see we haven't done this one. Uh, it was from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. In the Bradley Center, it is Rob Zombie. Feel so numb. Ooh, zombie. That is what we are going on to. We nice. will see you next week for SatPod 100. Uh, we didn't say our own Twitters. At the Diesel Barris. I'm at Scottbox64. I'm at Brando1990. At Talk Reckless Pod for uh, Brando's video game podcast. Give them a listen. They're really good, too. Uh, New Blood Rising podcast, too. Let's throw that some love. Yeah, I feel them. loving tonight. Federation Pod. Yeah, all those guys. Good guys. Everyone. You, you go you don't you go listen, download just random. Listen to all of the podcasts. Ours first.
all of them. But and then come back and listen to Stat Ball one more time. Rate and, rate and subscribe. Rate, review. You go uh, listen all to some stuff. of those other ones. Rate them low, actually. I think that helps. <laughs> <long> <laughs> <time>. <laughs> you, give them a th- you give them a good rating, but only like three or four give stars. Give them three and we get five. So we I get mean, it's just what are you giving stuff. us and then subtract yeah. three. Yeah. 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 You know, we're your favorite. <laughs> uh, okay, Rob Zombie. Scotty? Until next time, guys, keep on killing the kayfabe. Booty! I feel so good. I feel so numb. Yeah!